Welcome everybody to episode 131 of The China Show. And boy, do we have a jam-packed one for you today. It's incredibly important. Stick around. We've got a lot of good stuff to talk about. But let's just saunter right into it, shall we, with what's new. This is where we talk about what's new in China. And, uh, well, we have quite a bit. Start out with something a little funny, I think. Uh, why don't you explain what this is all about? Yeah, so the Chinese internet's going around, uh, you know, stroking off, stroking off uh, Putin, as right. usual. Yeah, uh, They're doing that because it's stoked, stoked up by the Chinese government. They've picked Russia's side in this whole conflict. They've told their people that's pretty much how it's going to go. We're going to support Russia. We're going to support Putin in this whole thing. So there's the memes fly around. You know, there's there were situations here where they were uh, selling Zelensky toilet paper because they've demonized Zelensky to the point where he's like subhuman in China. Sure. Um, and what they were doing was this dude is selling toilet paper with uh, Zelensky's, Zelensky's face, face printed on, on it. it. Yeah. yeah. And what happened was, I mean, obviously this chabudua, like you know, translation for that is a half-ass approach of making this was they actually put Putin's face on it. Yeah, well, when, when the uh, package was arriving, a lot of people were finding, instead of Zelensky's face, it had Putin's face Yeah, on it. it wasn't a troll. It was just, like, really lazy-ass. They like, probably had, like, production. an old stock or something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so... It's a pretty low-class thing to do anyway. I mean, it doesn't matter. I don't even care, like, whose face is on there. Even people I don't support. I'm not wiping my ass with someone's No, think face. of all the chemicals with, like, the printing yeah. and the inks and stuff. Like, isn't it going to just be a bad idea all around? It's not good. No. Not good. Anyway, they were yeah. pissed off when they found out that it had Putin's face on it instead. Yeah. Um, and that was, I mean, I guess that's kind of funny. Yeah, I think um, it's pretty funny because it's the opposite person that you want, right? Yeah, I guess, it's, you know, if you want to look at it like what's this. this? Shout out to uh, the last show. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about how ridiculous it was for people in China to be quoting Xi Jinping in very mundane quotes and then yeah, framing, well, framing it framing it there because Xi Jinping asked them like, you know, is it convenient to live here was the question. Yes. And the person took that very simple question and had it framed and written in calligraphy yeah. and put up in, in a museum in the town and stuff. It was like Nida Song Hua Fang Bian Ma or something. Yeah, like but that. it's like really, Just really normal. simple. Yeah. So we made that whole thing. Like if you ask me, like, do you want a sandwich yeah. or something? And so one of our, our guys in the subreddit actually... There's a <laughs> right next that. to the the framed picture of Xi Jinping. Yes, a, my quote: "Do you uh, do you want a sandwich?" And then there's yeah. a tattoo version of it. That's taking it the ultimate step. Yeah, really yeah. is to get a tattoo of that. Yeah, um, uh, honestly, I can troll. I can. I mean, I can laugh and clown on uh, Westerners that do that too. If you think about it, mm -hmm. they'll get the most regarded tattoos of Chinese words. Oh yeah. No, that's just, I think that's done. I think that phase is done. I think that, uh, no, I think it's done. Like you see people with them, but that's something they got like 10 years ago. I think we could find new ones. I don't know, man. I'll, oh, I'll open a challenge to you. I yeah. bet I could find new bad Chinese tattoos. Okay. Let's go yeah. for it. But I think okay. people have realized by now that you can't just put any old thing. You You're giving look. way too no, much credit. I think to it's, people. I think it's done. I think it's done. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to see some more crazy Xi Jinping worship, we've got some oh, got incredible stuff for you lots. in this episode. So don't you worry, it's coming along. What else do you have in What's New Today? Uh, we've got Jesus Take the Wheel. <laughs> okay. I believe AI made this. <laughs> oh, did it? Uh, this is on our subreddit. Uh, just as something that we said, Jesus Take the Wheel. I and guess this made would it. be Jesus. That, that could be quite... Um, Insulting to many people, I guess. Yeah, I didn't make this. No, this I'm is, just very uploaded <laughs> on our on our subreddit. So. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, we love what you guys do on there. Oh, um, this this is important. Did you actually include the pictures of the airdrops you know, themselves? You know, I think it's in a different section. 
Oh, should we um, should we get to that? I can fast forward to that section. Actually, no, we'll come back to this. Oh, you want to come back? To yeah, this? because it's part of something else. It's, it's super else. important. It is. No, we'll come back to it. Um, Isn't it like part of? It's probably in there somewhere. Did did you? Maybe not. I don't oh, know. you skipped it. Well, then we better just get straight yeah, we'll into. Just get into it. it. Okay, never mind. So it's 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 easy to understand. Yeah. Go to the banner. Go to the banner first. Okay. That'll make way more sense. We covered um, yes. last time. Actually, was it last time? Time before. Last yeah, time. it was last time. Last time we covered this. Um... Oh, and actually, we did cover it in the special report. We covered the uh, the airdrop. Thing. Did we? We okay. did. We did. Good. Anyway, um, for those of you who don't know, if you didn't watch last week's episode, there was a, a kind of an unprecedented uh, protest. A guy, a very brave man, in Beijing, banner man as we call him, hung a banner over a very famous bridge in Beijing, three days before the the party congress. This massive big thing that they have. Um, and uh, yeah, he basically criticized Xi Jinping. He criticized all the, the problems that China faces right now, like the zero COVID constant tests and lockdowns, and was calling for freedom and that type of thing, right? Well, you we can just read it. He said his statement was no PCR tests, so no, no mm -hmm. COVID tests, yep. but food. No lockdown, but freedom. No lies, but dignity. No political revolution, but reform. No dictator, uh, but vote. Not to uh, don't be a slave, but we the people. So, yeah, I called for the removal of Xi Jinping. Something very rare. In yeah, China. he he did. <clears throat> anyway, of course, he was arrested very quickly and disappeared. Yeah. No one knows what happened to him, and probably never will, to be honest. Unfortunately, but his ideas started to take hold. Yeah, um, and we started to see. Um, his message being spread all over China and abroad. Yeah, so something crazy that happened. Mm -hmm. Because obviously it was just shut down. Yeah. Like all mention of this even was now, wiped. Even yeah. now, you still can't search certain things. Like yeah. the bridge name or yeah. Beijing or yeah. things like that in Weibo. You can search Beijing. Even um, I saw the other, like, what was it yesterday that is still being... Um, the, the English word for Beijing. English word, yeah, yeah, sorry. I, I should have mentioned that, the English word. Anyway. So if you look it up, it was because it's like a dog whistle to mm. uh, to finding out information about that. They're still, they're incredibly sensitive about this. Yes, thousands and thousands of Chinese people were trying to get the message out mm. uh, because they agree with his message. This is not yeah. like a, a fringe idea, but yeah. it's fringe in that it can't ever be, it can't proliferate. Yeah. China shuts it down. So... What happened was there because it was getting shut down or all keywords were being blocked. What was happening is you know AirDrop. Yeah, if and you have an iPhone, yeah, if you have it's kind of like using Bluetooth. Yeah, it uses Bluetooth and wireless and uh, protocols on the phone to very you can very quickly send over an image and it's yeah. very hassle free. You don't need a network. No, you don't need to even be connected to the the internet yeah. or anything like that. You simply, if there's one iPhone, Apple device, it can be iPad, it yeah. can be an iPhone, it can be a, a MacBook, anything like that. If they're within a certain number of meters or feet from each other, you are able to send. Like I could right now from my iPhone, yeah. airdrop a picture yes. and it'll pop up on your iPhone if you've got the settings to allow yeah. to accept from everyone. Which a lot it'll of say, do. Yeah, you, you do by default, right? Yeah. So it'll say like, hey, do you want to accept this picture from me? And if you say yes, it downloads it to your phone. So what people were doing, because that's, that bypasses WeChat sensors, Weibo sensors. Yes. They were going around public areas in Beijing, Shanghai, Xi'an, and they were taking a photo of, of Bannerman's request, right? To Xi Jinping yeah. step down, uh, remove Xi Jinping, uh, uh, no PCR tests, give us yes. food, give us uh, reform, all the, yeah. those demands. Basically, somebody made a digital flyer. It's like flyer. a manifesto yeah, on a flyer. Yeah, a digital flyer. Yeah. And they, they were spreading around, and people were going, people were going and on the subway. Each other, yeah. And I saw one where the guy, 
you know, because it'll tell you who it's from. Yeah. So when you send it, like, for instance, if I send it to you, it'll say from, you know, Serpent's Today's iPhone yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Do you accept? They changed their name to Xi Jinping. So yeah. it's like people would get on their phone a request. Do you want to receive this picture from Xi, Xi Jinping? Jinping? And people are like, okay. And, and then, then it then comes they see out it and they flyer. read it and they're like, oh, what's this? Because a lot of people wouldn't have seen this banner. But now they see the picture. So it's going around and people are actually sending it to each other. And it's almost like old school chain mail. Yeah. And they have to physically go out and do this. Yeah. It's like a letter drop or whatever they used to drop from, you know, flyers drop. Yeah. You know, from yeah. Airplanes. For sure. So airdrop. It is actually it an, is air, an airdrop. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> it really is an airdrop. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what happened was pretty much overnight they made this test software mm -hmm. uh, and they're spreading this around saying like, please download this software. Yeah, this is what you can see in the background here. Yeah, it's yeah. an app for iPhone. It says, there, recently there's a lot of illegal pictures. This is, I'll, I'll sum it up. There's a lot of illegal pictures going around these days, right? Mm -hmm. And we don't really want you to get in trouble. So use this software. You can track where these pictures are coming from. So it's a way to, it's experimental software to monitor what airdrops uh, are coming through, mm -hmm. right? So, because China really freaked out. You can imagine the manpower they had to put into making this software overnight. Yeah, because they, if they cannot control a form of yeah. communication, if it's beyond their control, they cannot handle it. In yes. China, they have to control every means of communication. Yeah. Every single one. So they can't control this. So, of course, immediately they jumped out and made a, an actual app to try and yes. get people to install it so they're trying to get this stopped in its yeah. tracks i'm surprised they didn't reach out to apple and force apple to disable yeah. airdrop yeah and i i feel, I feel like that's coming they might have tried apple has capitulated to china countless times because you know of course china is one of apple's biggest markets mm. and they get a lot of the iphones and stuff made in china yeah. as well so i feel like the chinese government's going to force that uh, airdrop can no longer just be sent you have to like tie it to your ID or something, or yeah. they'll have to disable it. Or yeah. It'll be something along. Anyway, the, the the fact they're trying to stifle us, but that didn't prevent people from using manpower uh -huh. to go out and spread this message around. So there's this kind of this toilet revolution they're talking about. Oh yes, let's take a look at this because you know what? Bathrooms in China are still one of the very few places that don't have cameras in them. Yeah, because they have cameras going in and out, like the. And at workplaces, they're now oh. putting cameras in, watching people shit and piss. Yeah, I've seen that. To monitor their, uh, not every workplace. It's just to monitor them. how long they spend, long they and spend. that they're not playing on their phone and wasting Which, time. Yeah, but it's in the toilet. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. I have footage of it. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. So the Bannerman's message has been appearing as graffiti in toilets all around China. This is in mainland China, you know. This is it's very risky to do something like this. Yeah. So these are all the the demands from Bannerman. They're going up all over the place. Mm. Uh, it's not just in Beijing. No, of course, it's all over China, which is fantastic. Yeah. It's my duty, which, by the way, we're gonna see a little more of that a little later. It's on. my duty is the famous quote from the guy on his way to Tiananmen Square for the yeah. protest in yeah on the bicycle. Yeah. yeah. Um, very touching scene. Um, and it's talking about freedom and everything there. Of course, Bannerman's demands. Yeah, it says Banner, yeah. And uh, see that? It's got an address there, the Chengdu, Sichuan, Chengdu, Sichuan, China over yeah. there. That one's in Xi'an yeah, over Xi there. Yeah, Xi'an over there. Um, and, so, and there's also references to Tiananmen Square. Right. Which is pretty wild. I mean, yeah, that's not something four. they want. But that's what this is. This is, you know, as dumb as... People are trying to say that is like, oh, Bannerman's not Tank Man because like it didn't cause some sort of big massive protest and revolution. It's it's the same. It is yeah. Tiananmen 2.0 because it's just the way things work are different. Mass yeah. protests inside of a big square can't happen. So no. this is a way that Chinese people are mobilizing. 
you know, it's just different. Yeah, it's different. Uh, and he sacrificed his life, just like yeah. a lot of those protesters did. And there's some flyers that went down on the bathroom floors. Um, yeah. that, that was the exact picture, by the way, that was being shared. On yeah, the, the same one that was being shared. Uh, just, you know, all over. This is in Shanghai. Mm-hmm. Um, you had it in all the real major areas. Um, you had it in English, but it was still written in China. Yeah. Um, people had translated it or writing it in English. Uh, I like the no yeah. Winnie the Pooh graffiti. Emperor, yeah. yeah, exactly. Also in China. I'll get us out of there so you can see it's written underneath it. Uh, that's a little courtesy on, shelf for your phone. Yeah, that's actually, I don't believe that one. That picture's in China. Yeah, what Some do you mean? These are in university campuses as yeah. well. Yeah. In, in Western universities. Yeah. Uh, so this started spreading around, and <laughs> I like this. If yeah. you don't do government, government do you. Yeah, yeah, it does you. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's great. Yeah. Uh, let's see what what else. Uh, so here, this was just a compilation of stuff that was going around. But there was um, in Xi'an, there was actually a huge, I, I say huge, probably about this big, mm-hmm. uh, a demand da, da list handwritten, that, which they put, yeah, on yeah. the actual gate. Yeah. Um, this wasn't just like graffiti. This was out in the open. Right. And then so this was spread around. Some people were putting it on their cars. Uh, and it says like uh, Xi Jinping, your your dad said, get off at the next station. Um, so <laughs> okay. basically, you know, yeah. calling for this stuff. There were some statements that were in mainland China that were that were saying like things like Xi Jinping has caused the destruction of our entire nation. Yeah, uh, really damning stuff that we haven't seen in a very long time. No, no. since nineteen eighty nine, really. Yeah. Um, so it's crazy to see how much that one banner did. Mm-hmm. Because no matter what they do, they can't stop, you know, people from still finding ways to yeah, get that message exactly. out there. Why do we have this? This is for the later on in the show. This yeah, shouldn't be here. This absolutely should be there. Oh, why? Because um, you said you wanted me to tease what we're going to talk about later. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we're talking about obviously a big up. Well, we're just going to have a, an update on the whole Manchester Consul General. Yeah attacking, pulling hair, beating up uh, protester thing. That's happening. But that's not the one I was talking about. I was talking about the the fact that they've caught people now in, in America. Oh, that's what yeah. you wanted to tease. No, not that. Gotcha. Like, we're going to be covering in Worldview later on. Very important you stick around for this, but seven people. Was it seven Six. people? Six people? Sure wasn't seven? There's... the I'm reading the justice.gov report. Is this Okay. Well, basically, yeah. um, spies... People here in the United States, Chinese citizens that were trying to coerce and force uh, other Chinese citizens to return back to China. Yeah. And using dastardly means as usual, you know, like blackmailing them by threatening their families and so on. But they've been caught. So we have a big section on that later on just to to talk about this ridiculous situation um, on how deep this goes. And also the reaction from the, the Chinese government, which has just been announced now. So it's a big segment. It's going to be later on in the show. It is. It's a six individuals charged with conspiring. And then in the, the actual charge list, which has been updated, it's seven defendants. And we'll find yeah. out. Yeah. Um, anyway. We'll yeah. Back, I was wondering why you put that there. We obviously got our wires yes. crossed here. But we will be discussing the Manchester thing, too. Mm-hmm. But the bigger section is going to be all about that uh, uh, sort of the spies or agents, you could say working for the Chinese government here on U.S. soil once again. Um, yeah, what's going on with the Chinese yuan? Oh, it's at like the all-time lowest uh, to the dollar mm-hmm. in 15 years, I believe. 
which is pretty wild. It is wild. It comes with a lot of uh, baggage and analysis, but I just wanted everyone to know that the most important thing to take away from this is that China has uh, ceased to report its GDP figures. Yeah. Um, and something very key happened in the 20th Party Congress. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first time, Xi Jinping didn't say that by 2035 that China will overtake the U.S. Uh, that was left out. Yeah, when things are left out, that means... <laughs> it was adjusted not, to. Yeah, yeah. And it was adjusted to China will become a mi- middle-level income country, not the richest country in the world. Yeah, we actually do have more on that later, too, Yeah, believe it or not. A lot of stuff happening later. <laughs> What's going on here? Uh, this is some saran wrap, as you can see, that has been wrapped around. Um, this is what happens when lockdowns kind of immediately happen in an open space. And they have to get people kind of corralled so they don't run away. Quarantine, or yeah. Or in little minor, little uh, temporary quarantine things. Yeah. And so you can see that they were busy saran wrapping people in these little boxes. Really humane, lovely thing to do to human yeah, you see, this is when things get out of hand. Yeah. Um, anyone who's looking to China for guidance on anything should remember that everything China does, they do at a cost to human freedoms and human rights. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, it's not, you don't have, this isn't a right or left issue or anything like this, guys. This has gone well beyond that. Um, China has just lost the plot. Yeah. And it's because of authoritarianism. Yeah, so. Xi Jinping says, hey, look, we zero COVID, so, you know, do what you have to do, basically. And then yeah. everyone's just like, well, okay. Um, and they just do the most horrible things because people don't have freedom of movement and, and uh, rights in China. No. If the local police or the local government say, you're not allowed to go anywhere, guess what? You're not allowed to go anywhere. And you can't no. protest. You can't make a stink online. You no. can't make a Facebook post. You can't do anything. All you can do is comply. Um, And so if you want to sit there and and be carted off to quarantine or tested every 24 hours and live that sort of life, then, I mean, yeah. If you have the choice choice to not live that sort of life, you shouldn't be living that sort of life. But if you're a Chinese citizen in China, you don't have the choice. No. Just got to remember that. It's got quite the response, guys. And this is just one of many. Like, they do this quite often. Yeah. They do. Uh, this is not out of, out of control. I've seen no. Worse. They, um, you know, you've seen them transporting the people in the airports in yeah. like a little portable box with wheels on it. Yeah. Uh, they really do treat people like cattle. People are just numbers in China. They mm-hmm. don't actually care about the government. They keep going on about like for the people, you know, like by the people type thing. But actually, no. Um, you got to have social programs and treat people like humans before that's the case. Yeah. Just, I don't know why anyone who claims to be some sort of like follower of socialism or whatever. I'm not even talking badly about socialism. Mm-hmm. I'm saying if you proclaim to be, then t- please pick a different country as an example other than China. Yes. Please pick a different one. I think uh, most people just pick China because China has money. And they don't realize that that doesn't actually matter because, you know, the money and for the most part is just fake anyway. Yeah. You can drum up money if you're running that kind of government very easily, mm. you know, through all sorts of like ways that trample on people's human rights and say, hey, we got money, you know, let's pay pay people yeah. to do things and let's, you know, do all these things. But it doesn't matter if you have to live this kind of lifestyle. Yeah. Um, yeah. And by the way, it is getting worse. Right now, I have friends all over China and most of them are under some lockdown or the other or some restriction or the other right now. And something that... Um, 
came to light when we had an interview a while ago. I can't remember which person we were talking. We were talking to a journalist, and they were asking us, you know, what do you miss about China? What is it that you honestly, really wish you could go back to China for? And I told him, the things that I miss about China no longer exist. And this is the absolute truth. The the whole feeling of adventure, the whole ability to go out there and explore and discover the country and the people, it's gone. You can't travel around China anymore. You can't. You don't have the freedom to do that with all these r- ridiculous zero COVID things in place. If you and I wanted to say, for instance, go from Shenzhen to the middle of China, so somewhere in Hunan, right, for instance, number one, we'd have to get a barrage of tests and make sure our QR code is all clean and stuff. When we arrive at whichever city we're deciding to go to, we'd have to quarantine anyway mm. for X amount of days in and a hotel. And if we had passed through any area that had a case, then we add on to quarantine. Yeah, time. and then we'd be stuck, and they yeah. would actually put us in, in a forced quarantine somewhere. Yeah, They're not accepting foreigners anyway in most places because they've been told that foreign, foreigners are the ones who brought the COVID into China. Yeah. So it'd be a mess. We wouldn't be able to do anything. Mm. In fact... All the good things about China that we, well, that I miss specifically, I'm sure you do too, don't exist there anymore. Mm-hmm. It's just a horrible thing. Yeah, horrible I told thing. the journalists it's just to see my friends again. Yeah, People that's I it. Care about, that's it. That's it, really. Because yeah, you can't I mean, do anything else. And you can get good Chinese food everywhere in the world where you've got Chinese diaspora because yeah, yeah. they. They make the real authentic stuff. You know, it's the same people that were making it in China. Now somewhere else, they can make the same thing for you. So, you know, you can get the authentic food outside of China, but the people is what we miss, obviously. But um, there's no more adventure there. No. Anyway, Um, anyway, I want to read an eyewitness report, by the way. Okay. Forgot. Go back to the bridge man again. Uh, The bridge. bridge. Okay, bridge Uh, banner this person, I'm going to... Change details in the statement. Because, Obviously, you got to change details. Right. So we're talking about Bannermen again. As you guys know, we have tons of people in China that send us information or we can ask them to to check things, right? Yeah. And one thing that happened as a result of this mm-hmm. is that um, they have added security guards and police to many footbridges, not in Beijing, everywhere in China. Right. Um, and that is because it's a knee-jerk reaction to any sort of banner or placard that might go up on a footprint. Yeah, of course. Now they they they're worried about this not catching on. And well, copycats. can you just imagine this? Like, just for context, some guy goes to Washington D.C. and holds up a I don't know, like a "Don't Ban Abortion" sign or something, right? Yeah. And then all around the country, in Texas, in Wyoming. In Alaska, mm-hmm. there are police at every footbridge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> waiting for that to happen. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. No, Isn't that doesn't. crazy though? The national response to trying to stop any sort of dissent is wild. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's uh, there are, there were guards and police at footbridges just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, that this doesn't happen. All right. Uh, yeah. Do you have anything else to say? No. No, that was, that was it. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, sorry, skipping ahead a little bit here. Okay, let's get back to that. This is where we are. We're back to Wang Wenbing. Yep. Uh, Bing Shui. <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, let, let me get us out of there. So the Chinese foreign ministry's had quite a lot to say recently. And uh, what has he had to say? Well, oh, that's sorry. That's why that picture, you know, that pulling hair picture? That's why that was in oh, there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was for context for this. Okay. Uh, so... As you guys know, um, by the way, a lot of people in the chat are saying, I didn't know about your special report. So clearly, YouTube, can we have a little chat? 
we made a special report and we edited it and we spent all day making it and we released yes. it on Monday. In massive huge news that almost everyone in this chat has not seen, by the way. You haven't seen the special report. It was released on it's this channel. It's not their fault. Clearly, no, it's, it's not being pushed to your feeds. That's ridiculous. YouTube, get a hold of us because yeah. that's not fair. Anyway, yeah. um, in that special report, we talked about the whole um, Manchester, Manchester consulate, consulate thing. thing. And we will cover that in depth a little later sure. in the show again. But, but they're, yeah. uh, they the, the, the gist of it is the, the consular staff beat up. Yeah protesters yeah. in the uk in the uk yeah and drag them inside of the yeah consulate into the consulate and kidnap them beat them up basically <laughs> yes. yeah. and china's foreign ministry had a reply to this yeah which is absolutely wild yeah see? yeah let's take a look at it over here for those of you who haven't seen the, the official response Yeah, water cooler, water cooler diplomacy. Sorry, absolutely yeah, a, love I that. I can't believe Wang Wenbin had to uh, had, to, had to make a statement like that. It's a shame that you know, for your audio listeners, probably didn't catch what he was saying. But um, he first denied that they knew anything about it, which is absolute nonsense. You wouldn't go send your foreign ministry spokesman to go out there and talk about it if you didn't know about it. That's How can right. you make an official response if you don't know what you're talking about? I know it's that dumb, doesn't right? even make sense. Yeah. It and then goes on to say, oh, don't worry about it. Let's just resume normal operations at the consulate. Yeah, exactly. Unbelievable. Anyway, the water cooler himself has spoken. We'll mm -hmm. probably see uh, <laughs> what a soaksman. Yeah, what a soaksman. Yeah, soaksman. That's a new soaksman. one. Definitely going to add it. I've I been, every time he tweets out, I've been uh, replying with that water cooler He's picture. so wet. Yeah, he He's is. He's so wet. So, um... Look, we don't want to bore you with this Chinese rhetoric nonsense that you're going to see here, the Chinese Communist Party rhetoric, I should say. But um, one of the uh, ministers put out, uh, sorry, one of the officials, Zhang Heqing, he put out a glimpse of China in 2035, and I thought it was quite interesting just to look at some of these things. No, it's actually really important. Let me tell you why. Okay. This is a sum, sum up of what was discussed at the 20th Party uh, Congress. Yeah. So if you don't want to sit through three and a half hours of nonsense, yes. uh, you can get a quick... Almost like a board game version mm -hmm. of this. And go to the next picture. I cut them into two so you can actually read them. Okay, thank goodness, because that text is so small up yeah, there. Yeah, I wouldn't do that to us. Okay. okay so. Now, um, I, I want everybody to um, pay attention to the wording because it's kind of important here. Um, they say, okay, let's see. The first one is basically realize socialist modernization by 2035. Whatever basically, the hell that means. Basically. Whatever that means. I guess okay? it just means to a certain extent. Okay. You know, like it's it's pretty much there. Okay. It's like Chabudu. Yeah. Um, China's pro capita GDP will reach that of a medium level developed country. In other <laughs> words, picture, it's not there yet. This picture looks like French. <laughs> it does. It's, it's like so annoying. Like a box of yeah, it French. does actually. <laughs> the next, our country will be one of the most innovative nations in the world. In other words, it's not right now. Yeah. Have you seen that everything that they, the, the way they word this, it proves that everything that they've been claiming to be is yeah. is false. Yes. Okay. We will have basically completed the new industrialization 
Informatization. What does that even mean? <laughs> it's a lot of shins. It's like, yeah, a and we will have basically completed. Now, you know when you say I'm basically finished? <laughs> Peter <laughs> says, race to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But seriously, you know, like, um, oh, I'm basically well. finished. Yeah. In other words, I'm not finished. Yes. You know, you say basically when it's not. We're basically, so, it's Chabudua. It's yeah, exactly. It's the 20th Party Congress Chabudua version. Yeah. <laughs> we We will have... Basically completed urbanization. Basically, do not pass go. Yeah. Collect 200 We will have basically completed agricultural modernization. So in other words, what they're basically saying here is that, first of all, they haven't completed urbanization. They have an outdated (laughs) shit agricultural system. People are loving this basically. But it's true, though. Uh, We will have basically achieved (laughs) the goal of building a beautiful China. In other words, yeah, sorry, China actually is goddamn ugly right now is what they're saying. I can't believe this got okayed why would you say that past a native speaker because that makes it sound so half-assed and so lazy yeah you know what i mean i know they're like our people will lead even better lives so our people are not leading great lives right now you know what i mean it's i can't stand the wording of this (laughs) yeah basic is a by the way right now in slang basic is seen as very negative it's negative slang you're so basic yeah yeah that's basically what's happening i like this our nation will have high standards of health in other words they got poor (laughs) shit standards of health right now Yes. Okay. <laughs> you know, if they knew what they were doing, they would have said our our nation will have better standards or have improved its yeah. health standards. Not like our nation will have high standards of health. In yeah. other words, you've got low standards, right? Yes. We will be a law-based country, <laughs> oh, government, and society. We will. Yeah, because you're a lawless country, it not is based on laws. So lawless. When Your you society get... and government has no laws. When you when we get into the uh, report of what they did in New York City, what the FBI just yeah, caught. Yeah. Yeah. You'll see what, how lawless they are. I like how they say we will be a law-based country. In other words. We absolutely yeah. aren't a there law-based no country law there's no rule of law so next it's time chaos. next time uh the the soaks person comes out with his <laughs> blub 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 saying like we are a law-based abide by the this and that or law-based you know you'll be like no dude look you're the one who said that you, you won't actually know you're not said, a law-based though. country yet. yeah yeah exactly you'll just suddenly have the urge to grab some yeah. paper towels <laughs> exactly our nation will have first class education <laughs> sorry for your second rate third class education you have right now apparently <laughs> joshua king says we will be the c student of the world <laughs> exactly what the hell <laughs> basically we will, our nation will have a high caliber workforce. What are you saying there? You're saying you've got a low caliber workforce? I mean, and that's, not, like, and that's not true. It's not. Like the Chinese workforce is great. You know, they're very skilled. Yeah. I guess not according to the government, you know. Um, our nation will have sporting excellence. Okay. Guess you don't have that. And our nation will have a thriving culture. Yes, it's true. There is no culture in China right now, unfortunately. That's Very true. little left over because Mao Zedong wiped it all out. But I like that you have a goal of having a thriving culture. Maybe you can. It's entirely possible. I honestly think that they should have run this by a uh, like a proofreader. Yeah, because what they've admitted here is that China has none of these things. Yeah. Yeah. And that they're just trying. It's try hard. Like, fake it till you make it. It's not even trying. No, it's, it's just not like... Trying. It's, it's like kicking the can down yeah, the road. It, by 2035, dude, we'll kind of try to figure this out, basically. It's like that dude who's 200 pounds sitting on the couch watching adverts on TV. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to lose weight one day. I'll be... You know, I'll get in shape. 
What's wrong with yeah. 200 pounds? What? <laughs> 300 pounds. Okay, that's sorry, fair. that's what I meant. <laughs> it's like, that I'm thinking okay. 200 kilograms. Oh, you know, okay, sorry. Gotcha, gotcha. So, you know, yeah, I'll have a six-pack one day. Sure, sure. Then he's like, buys a six-pack of Kuros of yeah. probably Budweiser. And he's like, I'll have a six-pack today. Yes, yes. He's one, <laughs> oh, one of those guys who walks around at the party. He's like, oh, I, I, you know what? I don't have a six pack. I got a cake. You know, it's one of those. And somebody's like, I heard that joke in like 1991. He's like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then he gets drunk and he tells it again and And again. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, it's all nice to have these ideas, but how about just doing it? You know? Yes. Yes. How about having a culture, a thriving culture? Because, you know, it's kind of possible to say, I could say that China has a thriving culture right now. I don't see why you have to invent one because you don't. You know, it's basically saying you don't have one. Basically. Basically saying yeah. that, yeah. Um, but yeah, the idea that the nation will have a higher standard of health by 2035 or whatever it is, it's kind of shocking that they admit. It's not really admitting anything, though. This is very, very lazy. And yeah. bad. it's a bad rewording, actually, of what she was talking about. Right. This is really bad. Whoever put this together did a really bad Well, job. it was shared by a Chinese official, and it's from the Global Times. Oh, yeah. No, don't get me wrong. This isn't some fringe, weird like, yeah. thing someone made on Twitter. This is the This is state official media. state media. This is really bad. It is. <laughs> we'll come back to this. We should play a board. We should make a board game out of this. Yeah, we could make a board. Dude, it would be a bo- boring game. It would be very boring, I know. You know what I mean? Basically. And what is the end? Like when you when you win, you get moderate prosperity. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, the biggest so, prize. Let's not go too crazy. Yeah, it's like <laughs> biggest prize. You get to rent a single room house and yep. and you know eat you know the American eat dream. McDonald's once a week if yes. you're lucky. We go through the education system and I I'll admit it goes a little too far, but the the sentiment's nice. It's like yeah. you can do whatever you want, put your mind to it. The teachers are there to help you achieve that, right? Yeah. There's student counseling. Uh, hopefully you come from a good parental situation where yeah. your parents are supportive and stuff, but the sky's the limit. It doesn't matter your color, your creed. It doesn't matter your, it's all inclusive. It's sure. like, you know what? There's going to be barriers in life and there's going to be hurdles to get over, but yeah. you can do whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, it could want. be an astronaut or whatever. You can do anything. Be the president. Right? Yeah. The Chinese government says, you can't do shit. (laughs) But what you can do... Is possibly pay rent. Just make rent. Maybe just get here. (laughs) Just make rent. Don't try to go here. Just get here. That's fine. And stop. Yes, do not. Basically stop. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Stop it. Collect like... Maybe seven dollars ninety-nine. Yeah, you get yeah. a coupon. You get, you know, you get a coupon a, just, just for a, later. Yeah, exactly. For ten years later. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much what they're <laughs> doing. Redeem in ten years. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway, so um, yeah, we thought we'd give you a little bit of feedback on the uh, party congress nonsense over yeah. there. All right, guys. So now <clears throat> we have to give you a couple of. Uh, Hold on. Wait, what's this? James says every third place on the board is locked down for fourteen turns. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why somebody hasn't made a game like that. Uh, anyway, guys, before we continue with the show and move on to our main segment, which is Soft Power Hour, we need to give you a couple of word from, words from our sponsors. Hey, we get to say that. Yeah. I've always seen these shows, and they always say this, and they're like, and now, some words from our sponsors. <laughs> so let's do it. Um, we're going to start with uh, our sponsor, 5-Minute News, which, by the way, is an audio thing that you can listen to in the mornings, which I think is quite convenient. Yeah, it's if, really cool, actually. I checked it out. If you're not into uh, reading, yeah, and maybe you just listen to it it's in the perfect car. perfect for you. Yeah. I'll be true. honest with you, because you're like, I'm going to turn on the news and I want to listen to it, or you want right. to watch it, right? I'm yeah. more of a reading guy, but this actually worked out. I tried it this week. It was really nice. All right, so I'll, I'll give you the read. 
<clears throat> so many news networks, but which one to trust? Journalist Anthony Davis of the 5-Minute News Podcast provides a trusted voice among the noise, featuring only the three most important world news stories of the day. Published Monday through Friday, the 5-Minute News Podcast fills a forgotten sector of the news industry. True news. Factual, verified, and responsible news gathering without the need for dramatization, embellishment, or theatrics. 5-Minute News cuts through the noise of legacy cable and network television news whilst going deeper than traditional radio news bulletins. 5-Minute News focuses on inequality, health, and climate issues with the goal of making politics relatable. The podcast offers no opinion and no bias, just the facts. 5-Minute News is published early in the morning, so you can listen while you have breakfast and lets you get on with your day knowing you are fully informed. Subscribe today to the daily news that matters at 5minutenews.news. That's 5minutenews.news. It's actually 5minute.news. Whoops, sorry. 5minute.news. Okay, I take that back. But no, but it's even, I'll make it even more clear. It's 5, not the number 5. It's F-I-V-E oh, yes. minute.news. So instead of .com, it's .news. Yes. As I know that's hard minute. to get used to because it's like the new... You yes. can change like the dots now. 5 minute. Dot news. Yes, five minute dot news. And now over to your ad read. Shall we begin with? It's an entire little escapade. Hornets. Yeah, actually, you guys don't. Huge. Have to eat this. I know you probably really want don't want to eat this. I'm telling you right now, you don't have to get your daily nutritional value from them. Yeah. Uh, as tempting as that might be, popping a giant hornet in your mouth is not the best way to get your daily vitamins. Actually, the best way to do that is with Athletic Greens and their product AG1. With AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All of the things. Why do I like to use it? Well, because it helps with digestion, energy. Uh, it's easier than taking a multivitamin. It's really easy to recommend to people because a lot of times people are you know eating junk food throughout the day they don't want it sitting eating hornets take, eating hornets they're taking a billion uh, supplements you know mm -hmm. and that just gets annoying it's it's easy to fall out of the habit with ag1 you can actually just take one scoop of it in a cup of water every day it tastes totally fine and it's not uh it's not like a gross you know that irony smell you get from some of those vitamins yeah and supplements you don't get any of that so that's kind of cool um, to make it easy Athletic Greens has given you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash ADV. That's like adventure. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash ADV to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Thanks. Yes, and when somebody tells you something tastes good, it means it does, especially they tell you over and over, try it out. Yes. No, I actually tried it. It's not bad. I quite yeah. liked it. Thank you. Thank yeah. you for confirming that. All right, let's get back to the show. Yeah, let's do it. So now it's soft power hour, everybody. Um, thank you for sitting through our reads. We appreciate it. This is where we talk about how China's trying to change your mind and those around the world. And in fact, not only your mind, but the mind of the Chinese people themselves. Yeah. Yeah. So Chinese government's good at doing that. Yeah, well, I think it's just through sheer force, really. Yeah, um, and today we've got quite the thing, and it's got to do with President Xi's magic mm. potatoes. And, like, you know, that wasn't a clickbait thumbnail. He really does have magic potatoes, or so he thinks. Yeah, so here's the deal, mm -hmm. right? Are we going to show a little clip? Or? I just want to explain something super quick. Okay. Now, 
before you understand this, you have to understand a few prerequisites. China is a one-party state, so it's not just a situation where there's like a very small government that's like uh, controlling all the thoughts and deeds of everyone. It's been distilled into the power of one man now. Yes. Xi Jinping sits on top of that throne. It's not like it was in the past two or three leaderships. It's now one man king, right? Yeah. And we're really seeing symptoms of it regressing back or deforming back to uh, Mao's days. Yeah, the Chairman Mao days. You know, like reform and opening? It's yeah. deforming Deforming and closing, and closing yeah. right? Yeah. And we're going back to the Chairman Mao's days, and we don't Mao days, and we don't want that to become a trope because we want to show you physical, real evidence of that happening. Yes, and it's not just for shock value; it's actually alarming to the point where people need to start paying attention because when it it gets to the level of Mao, then the world's in trouble. Not yes. just China, that the world's in trouble, right? Yes, and it actually comes down to freaking potatoes of all things. Yeah, okay? the magic potatoes. The magic potatoes. What happened was. Um, Xi Jinping did this tour in -hmm. his ending poverty, right? The poverty Mm -hmm. alleviation campaign when he declared himself on a podium in front of everyone in the entire country that in 2021... And the world. In the world. Yeah. In 2021, poverty had been eliminated in China, which is the really the biggest slap in the face to millions and millions and millions. I'm not talking about thousands, millions, millions. huge, a huge percentage of the population in China that is in fact in deep poverty. Yes. All you have to do is leave the city, any city really. Yeah. um, And get on some, not even back roads, just roads outside of a city. And you'll see how hundreds of millions of people still live in China. Yeah. And they do live in poverty. And that's the thing. Just because the Chinese government has lowered the benchmark for poverty doesn't mean it's not still poverty. Yes. You know? So uh, I saw this little thing from BBC, and we did a deep dive afterwards. But let's get you, let's get you a little bit, yeah. Let's dip you, let you dip your toes in the water and get used to this idea of these magical potatoes first. Yeah, I just also want to point out that you know, like on the back wall, there's just like uh, they're talking about Mei Li, you know, beautiful. Yeah. Why is it that always it's such a juxtaposition? Because if you look at that wall, it's not beautiful. No. It's not a beautiful scene. Anyway, I like the spam numbers as well. But yeah, exactly. They've just written over it. Anyway, let's, um, let's get right into it. We're going to show you this tiny little clip from the BBC, and then we're going to continue on with it. So let's go. But I just I just want to go back to that wonderful picture of Xi Jinping and his wife over there. Um, guys, you know, this this is just absolutely appalling to me. And you see this kind of tatty stuff when it comes to Mao Zedong as well. But just look at that. It's got these cheesy balloons in the background and it's... It's very badly photoshopped and put together, but you do see this kind of thing all over rural China, stuck on people's walls. And again, this is just more of this, um, uh, I don't know, it's just this this kind of worship, this dictator worship stuff that goes on. You often see Mao Zedong, and now you're seeing Xi Jinping take his place, or placed beside him. Anyway, let's continue. Oh, 
真正叫扶真品，真扶贫啊！就是这个原种啊，价格很高啊。啊。This is kind of important, by the way. Let me bring myself back, and you might notice Seamilk has disappeared somewhere. Who knows where? I think he'll be back shortly. But anyway,、um, I would like you to take note of what's going on here. Ah, you come back. Excellent.、Um, I was just explaining to everybody how ridiculous this is over here.、Um, well, first of all, that picture—you've seen those kind of pictures before of Mao Zedong and whatnot, right? Yeah, totally tacky. But then this guy again is very proud of having no audio on the clip. It says there's no audio、oh, on it.、No. Yes, oh, there is,、no. but it's no, it's it. There is audio, but it's um not stereo for some reason. Oh, weird. Look,、sure? yeah, only one side of the map is playing.、Oh, Sorry, guys, it'll be one channel only. No, we'll we'll keep you up to date、awesome. here. I love OBS, so good. No, it's the clip. Oh, okay. Yeah, for some reason, it's weird, weird. eh? Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so this guy shook、uh, Xi Jinping's hand, and、um, he said, "Yes, his hand was very warm. It's great." I would hope so. Yeah, I mean he's not dead, right? <laughs> right. Anyway,、um, I was just getting, going to explain the whole importance of the potatoes because, like, I'll get us out、sure. of here again quickly. Let's take a look. 就是就是一个说好，没得别的说。你看以前的房子就是，现在你看。The houses are run run down, and now they're all rebuilt or whatever you know is going on about this. This, of course, is attributed to Xi Jinping. Okay. It's basically stereo. They're saying. What do you mean? Basically stereo. Yeah, it's basically stereo. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, the, this footage again. By the way, every time you see him in public, it's in like 1990s shit ADP from like an old broadcast camera or something. It shows that he doesn't go out in public anymore. This is very old footage, obviously, or at least. Their cameras are really old, <laughs> but what's the most important thing about this? Okay, stop there. Yeah. Now this clip, this little section of the clip, is so important.、Mm. He basically, Xi Jinping went around to this village and he said he looked at this crop. He looked at this monoculture crop, right? Yeah. Because this is what this village was doing already, right? Yeah.、And、he goes, how about? We do little potatoes. How about you sell mini potatoes for a better price, right? In that little meaningless quote, that dumbass nonsense, right,、mm-hmm. took the country by storm. Yes, and you have got to understand how important this is because it's a mirror version of history. Yes, it is. Let's go through this and have a look. Yeah. So just remember, Xi Jinping is like, how about we use mini potatoes? Yes, for a better price. Right. Okay. These are the potatoes which Xi Jinping is said to have suggested they switch to, and which are said to have brought such prosperity to the area. Who knows whose idea it really was? It doesn't matter because Xi's role in this has now become part of Communist Party folklore. Pause that for a second.、Mm-hmm. So, before we get on to the、uh, you know the other side of things, yeah. When Xi Jinping is going around to places and people are framing his quotes and people saying that hey he saved this village from poverty, a lot of this was happening in a region called Shanxi or actually kind of in、uh, Xibei, which is is west northwestern China. You guys might remember the vegetable dance. Remember the, the same area? Yeah. yeah, we'll bring that back someday. Call back to that. But all of this area keeps、uh, getting the focus of the Chinese government. 
And I don't know if there's party cadres there. It's speculated that there is a lot of Xi Jinping yes men from the area, but this area is getting a lot of attention for the poverty reduction campaign, mm -hmm. right? This is a fully Han area, by the way, Han Chinese area. Yeah. And it gets a lot of droughts. There's not a whole lot of rain that happens here. And this idea that Xi Jinping is doing tours in this area to alleviate poverty has been instrumental in the whole propaganda campaign about getting rid of poverty, combating it, right? They even had foreign representatives uh, go there like we saw in the, uh, the pre previous episode mm -hmm. where the girl saw the quote yes. and interviewed the this people. This was from the same area. This is from the same similar area, right? So mm. when he goes around and he says, hey... Um, why don't you do little potatoes? A quote like that can change everything. And it's not changing it because it's a good idea. Yeah. It's changing it becomes, because it became doctrine. Yes. It becomes immortalized, almost like a biblical quote from Jesus himself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, in that people will say, okay, if the leader said that, then that's exactly what we have to do. has right? a bit of a knock-on effect too, because then people will buy these potatoes because correct. Xi Jinping told people to plant correct. little potatoes so instead of big does. ones. It's the most ingenious propaganda, because if you think about it, if mm -hmm. your effort is to go there and say, make some inane quote and change, uh, you know, rile up the people and get them all excited and then have a knock-on effect... Mm -hmm. What you've done is shown how amazing those potatoes will sell <clears throat> because of your advice. And then everyone will say, hey, that advice was correct. Right? Yes, it's yes. a knock-on effect. It's like a weird said. thing. It's yeah. crazy. Self-fulfilling prophecy. It's self-fulfilling prophecy. <laughs> yeah. And you'll actually see how crazy and wild that gets. But I liked this uh, BBC piece because it was a very subtle way of getting a journalist there to be able to cover the story, which kind of looks almost like propaganda in a way. It, right? I mean, the they... But to be honest, the Chinese government would not green light this. No. Would not allow a journalist to go no. there unless they covered what they wanted them to cover, which is, you know, Xi Jinping's Correct. poverty alleviation. Right. But because BBC has great journalism, mm -hmm. they managed to find some interviews on the side. Right? Yeah. And this is an interview that would represent more of a realistic situation. Yeah. So let's take a look. He managed to interview just a, a <音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音><音
talking about or facing the problem becomes what's illegal. Yes. Therefore, it's removed from public eye. Mm -hmm. So the people suffering don't actually get any sort of social welfare benefits out of the situation. What happens is that no one can see it anymore. Yeah, especially the international mm -hmm. community, because yeah. you have the Chinese government and foreign uh, spokespeople saying, we have alleviated poverty. We've lifted everyone out of poverty. Mm -hmm. And then you don't hear any contradictory news because no, and, it's and not allowed to be spoken about. Influencers here will, uh, I'm not going to name names, but some people that have really cropped up on my radar recently and have really been bothering me because they have very strong influence over young younger people mm -hmm. have been using China as this champion example because they're taking China at face value when they say a quote from Xi Jinping, we've eliminated poverty. Well, you dumbass, what you've done is just suck down the the pill of uh, propaganda verbatim yeah. and you haven't faced the fact that china is not a socialist country and is sitting here telling the world that it's solved all, all of its own problems when it hasn't faced one of them yeah i mean even somebody living in a, a trailer park on on assistance and welfare and so on in the states is better off than that woman vastly way vastly. better off yes you know what i mean and she's not even the worst oh seen, this is this is very end. bad yeah you know so i want to give you perspective you know like uh people are like uh, oh the price of education or whatever is expensive in america but you know you have situations in but america schools free for yeah, like yeah, primary uh, school and stuff until yeah after yeah until graduate high school yeah yeah well that's university. all you need who needs a university education anyway <laughs> in reality <laughs> anyway Just my saying. point is you can get financial aid if you're a certain income bracket yes you understand in china when she's saying that she had to borrow money for her kids tuition i don't think you realize how cheap tuition is for a university especially like a rural university yeah 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 i mean we're talking about a few hundred bucks a semester yeah right this is not outlandish. This is not 50, 60 grand. No, it's this not like a America, couple hundred yeah. bucks. Yeah. So, so you have to have a perspective on that. Yeah. Anyway, now let's get on to the magic potatoes, okay? Because Xi Jinping came along and he said that quote where he's like, why not small potatoes yeah. at a better price? Right. Literally, that's what he said. So, okay. So what happened? So I went back and I started to see when this started. And that mm -hmm. clip was taken in about 2021. With that shit ADP camera. Yeah. I guess it makes sense. Yeah, you know, Chinese state media. I, I swear, you know, when we try to get any footage or any images from the yeah. Chinese internet, it's always in the worst resolution. Makes sense because there's so much streaming going on there yes. that it all has to be very compressed anyway. Yes. So uh, what happened was in this in this clip that you saw about the potatoes, I went back and looked at some articles. Yeah. And the articles really started around 2021. I can't confirm, by the way, that that potato thing is 2020. It could have been either 2017 or 2021, but the articles that sprung up to promote the campaign of ending poverty, the poverty alleviation yeah. thing was 2021. And what happened was these... Uh, I like how the top article is just Xi Jinping... Yeah, of course. Xi Jinping. Xi Jinping time. said to his advice was to re, you know you know that thing about this why don't you sell small potatoes thing? Yeah. That was supposed to be an allegory for you, you should revitalize your industries according to local conditions. So whatever your area is good at, yeah. do that. Isn't that fascinating? Isn't that really good advice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what your area is good at. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't we'll think do about it. that. I I actually I take a lot of issue with everything that's going on here because why does it take some man who actually has very little idea about agriculture and so on, like a somebody, a billionaire yeah. princeling? Why, why does he have to come along and tell people like do something and they're like, oh wow, why did we not think about that? Yeah. Wow, he's such a great leader. Let's just it's ridiculous. Drop because... everything that we've been doing over centuries, or you know, 
for the longest time, we have all the expertise. We know how to work our own land. We've been doing this forever. Yeah, they're why, the experts. Why, do we, why is it that we just suddenly have to listen to this idiot? It's like me walking into um, an African village somewhere and, and telling them, you know, hey, instead of herding cattle, why don't you build a concrete building? And they're right. like, why didn't we think about that yeah. before? Oh, crap. Like, let's oh, bow, bow down. That's what's happening here. Yeah. It's yeah. not cool. Someone that doesn't know. Yeah. I'm they're... like, they. he really doesn't no. know. So... You see this, it's like this advice, you mm -hmm. know, was supposed to be an allegory for double down on what you're doing, make a more efficient version of what you're doing. But what was what happened was it was taken verbatim. Yeah, so it's like small potatoes. Small potatoes. So go on to the next slide. Okay. So you can see what happened here. It became a, a, a wildfire, really. Yeah. So these articles started to pop out mm -hmm. across local newspapers. This is all state media, right? Mm -hmm. Xi Jinping cares about poverty alleviation through the power of potatoes, right? So this potato thing started taking off. Yes. And this is a huge red flag for, for people like us, like China watchers. Because when you see a, a piece of fruits or a vegetable or something and a dictator tie together... And then it becomes this almost mythical thing, yes. like a thing that can solve all the problems. And then that starts catching on through the, the local populace and stuff. That's a huge warning sign. Massive warning sign. Huge Especially warning in sign. China. Especially in China, because yeah. this has had really bad implications in the past. Yeah, so let's take a look. Um, let me get us out of here. It says, little potato of Yantan district has taken such a big step. So this is when you started seeing the claims happen. So this... Mm. You know, this is supposed to be in the potato village that he went to up in Shanxi, yeah. right? But this started spreading around. Yeah. You started seeing this happen in Inner Mongolia. Yes. Which was in uh, Ulan Chabu, which is mm -hmm. a, a district I'm very familiar with. been there a few times. Mm -hmm. You you saw it happening in Zhejiang province. You started seeing it spread down into the in Sichuan and Hubei. Then you also saw it go on into, uh, you know, the Shanxi and the nearby provinces, all the Xibei provinces. But this started going around all of like kind of central and western China. Stay, yeah. stay on that for a second. Okay. And so this one area that's supposed to be specific to the little potatoes, yeah. you know, that he yeah. has given advice for, now has spread to tons of areas. So that now areas, yeah, areas that are not, not suited for, and they're not yeah. suited for growing these potatoes. No. Now they're growing those potatoes too. Like with everywhere excuse, is with the excuse that okay, maybe they're not even edible now, but we can use this for industrial starch. Yes. So this has gotten to a point where these areas start to grow these little potatoes because they see the success of this village because Xi Jinping visited there. Yeah, and they they just want to capitalize and yeah. they'd be like, oh, Xi Jinping little potatoes, start selling them on Taobao or streaming services or vegetable lord dancing yeah, people, dancing, right? That kind floppy of head vegetable floppy lord, head stuff, vegetable yeah. lord stuff. Yeah. And then you started seeing the claims come out. And this is what's really scary is that now you have a, uh, maybe a town that's putting out articles saying like, we, because we followed Xi Jinping's advice or because we changed to this new, uh, how do you say it? New type of potato. Yes. Um, I'm doing translations in my head here. Sure. So we're getting two times our yield now. Yeah, two so times five, the potato yield. Yeah, five instead of 500 kilograms, now we're getting 1,000, 1,100 kilograms of potatoes, right? Yes. Because of this. What do you think that does in a closed intranet, right? Instead it creates of, competition. In a non-science-based society, despite whatever the Chinese government claims, by yes. the way, in a non-science-based society, this spreads to other people, and undereducated people, by the way, mm -hmm. through their, their feeds on WeChat or Weibo or whatever. And they're saying, hey, we could double, triple, quadruple our So yield. what does the next town what over the next say? Thing? Next <laughs> town over in the different, different province says, oh, we got a 3.3 times potato yield. And you mm -hmm. see these articles crop up. Yeah. And this is where it gets out of control because now you have people either misreporting mm -hmm. 
or trying to satisfy the local party cadre yeah. through quotas. Yes. Because because of Xi Jinping's thing about growing little potatoes, it has trickled down to provincial governments and then town governments to say, hey, we're going to hit this certain production quota. Let's pump a bunch of money or propaganda efforts or, or eyes or, or manpower into this one crop, the single crop, so we can boost our yield. And then the central government will say, oh, you hit the poverty alleviation yield. Mm. Good job. Here's some more funding from the central government. Yeah, oh, Xi Jinping's so great. <laughs> you see how this gets yeah. dangerous? It gets one, very dangerous. One person created a shitstorm of a mythical vegetable. Now we're going to show you why this is so important in a in a minute. But what it leads to is it leads to this um this competition type of system where every <clears throat> poor place now has to outdo the last poor place yes. in its potato crop yield. So what do they do? They will do things. And now mm -hmm. I don't have proof of this, but this is what's happened in the past. I'm just going to say they're probably doing things. They'll go and buy a bunch of potatoes from mm -hmm. somewhere else and throw them in their field to add to the, the crops. They'll if move. there's visual inspection. Yeah, if there's visual. Otherwise, they'll yeah. just false, falsify yeah. the numbers. Yeah. Um, this is the kind of thing that happens when you have this situation um, because it's you get rewarded, you see. Yeah. The local government, whoever's involved, you know, the party secretaries and so on, if they report to the central government that they now have a much bigger yield than yes. the county over there, you know, because of Xi Jinping's amazing potato, magical potato revolution. When that's not even what he was trying to say, but No, no, he just said, <laughs> why not small potatoes at a better price? Right. You he, know? he came up with like a bullshit idea that hopefully could be translated into, hey, you know that potato thing? Maybe we can grow like bigger asparagus or something. Nope. No. Potatoes. <laughs> Potatoes. But you see, if they report to the central government that they've got a bigger yield, the central government will reward them, yes. you see, and be because like, wow. Because they're alleviating poverty. Yes, you've done great. They'll give them more funding or they'll give them more support or whatever the case may yeah. be. And it spreads that way and it becomes this big lie. It's a huge Ponzi scheme. And I, I actually want to read it from the chat. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sorry, I lost, I lost your... Oh, it says, Adolfo says... This is exactly Great Leap Forward logic, yes. and that's what we're getting to. Take a look here. And we're going to show you a side-by-side -side image, and we're going to show you a clip from a small little documentary for you guys to see. But let's first look at this. You have on the left Xi Jinping. You have on the right Mao Zedong. On the left, Xi Jinping is looking at his potatoes. potatoes. On the right, Xi Jinping's looking at wheat. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mao Zedong's looking at wheat. Yeah. Same person. And then it goes over to the it's actual... It's literally the same cut. It's the same cut from... Um, propaganda. Now, hopefully this is in stereo, not mono or one channel stereo, but we're going to show this to you. This, guys, after having now seen this whole thing about the potatoes, yeah. okay, we want you to watch this very short clip from a documentary, which is about the, um, you know, the Great Leap Forward. Okay, this is... When the famine. Yeah, this happened. is what led to tens of millions, millions. of people starving in China. Millions. Okay. Just, in modern days. In modern days, like... 1950s, when, 1960s. When your parents were probably still alive. Yeah, yeah. Okay? My parents were alive in the 50s. Mine you know? were, but yeah. yeah. Uh, your grandparents would be. The, the family went to the 60s, my friend. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Anyway, let's take a look, guys. I'm going to play this now, and we're going to just, uh, hopefully it'll come through. Listen. In the people's communes, peasants had no right to free speech. Their skills weren't taken into consideration anymore. Everything was decided by the authorities, who mostly knew nothing about the subject. They decided everything. 
the distance between each rice seedling, the type of seed, the amount of fertilizer to be used. Land suitable for one type of crop was used for another. As a result, the peasants became totally demotivated and poor harvests caused the first food shortages. But Mao always wanted more. To increase agricultural production, he made communes compete against each other. The ones that recorded the biggest harvests were rewarded in ceremonies organized by the party, while the inhabitants of the communes were terribly short of food. This was a world where achieving record production, called launching a satellite, went hand in hand with announcing falsified figures. The cadres were caught up in an escalating spiral. They showed Soviet advisers a field of wheat where the ears were so extraordinarily close together that they supposedly supported the weight of six people. I, I want to talk about this very quickly before we continue, because this is very important. For the, the Chinese Communist Party, there's always this, this need to show the outside world how well they're doing. Yeah. And that's why we see so much propaganda and so much unrealistic propaganda. Like we see, saw that fake hydrogen power tractor and whatever the case may be. What are you laughing at? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing? Other okay. I can't read this out of context right Okay, now. all right. But they, they got a bunch of Soviet advisors to come down and they showed, look how, many, how much wheat we can grow. And it's growing so close together that it can support the weight of yeah. six people standing so on the stalks. So dense. Which is absolute hogwash. Yeah. Okay, anybody who knows anything about wheat knows that you can't plant them that close together, but never mind that. It's not going to support the weight of six people standing on it. They literally bound a bunch of wheat close together like this to make this fake nonsense. But they did, by the way, there is documentation of them uh, planting dense fields and it would all rot. Yes, yeah. it doesn't work. No. And it can't support the weight of six no. people. No. But of course, they did this. It's the same with like, look at our massive yields of potatoes yep. now. It's just awful face. It's you see? the same thing. It's the uh, same thing. Anyway, we'll continue because yeah. it's um, uh, not Keep over remembering yet. the potato revolution here. Yeah. Remembering what cults of personality does and authoritarianism does. Yeah. Yeah. Take a look. The photo was on the front page of the People's Daily. Everyone was fooled, and those who weren't were too scared to say it was a con. Lying became common at all levels of the hierarchy. The figures for agricultural and industrial production were falsified throughout the country to meet and even exceed the targets set by the party. So, you know, you know, we talk about this a lot, how the GDP numbers are falsified and uh, so on. Yeah. This is what happened. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. This wasn't long ago. No. This was, you know, like I said. That, my... I mean, that doesn't even matter. The thing is that the framework still exists like this. Mm. You just have to change what their commodity they're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, of course, they had to falsify the numbers in order to one up. And satiate yeah. the party official. And also, if, if you didn't meet your targets, there'd be massive punishments. Yeah. And the Chinese Communist Party is ruthless, and mm. you do not want their wrath raining down upon you. No. Right? You don't want to be the village that didn't do the poverty alleviation thing that Sh yeah. Chairman Xi said, because what happens when you skip out on that or you didn't, didn't falsify the figures enough? 
Get ready for absolutely no handouts from the central government trickling on down to your area. And yeah, get, get ready to be fired if you're a local Communist yes, Party official. That, that Or tried for corruption because you didn't do the right thing and yeah. get replaced. And then have your people living in freaking caves. Yes. So we're seeing the exact same thing happen with the magic potatoes as we did with Mao and his tightly bound wheat, Yeah. so to speak. So it's just crazy how history repeats itself. Uh, you know, so yeah, vividly. because the lies that when the lies kind of surmount, like just like in Mao's time, oh, we have so much surplus because everyone's lying to yes. try to not die, yeah. right? We can just export our grain. Let's mm. just export our grain. We have so much. Let's just get rid of it. Let's just send it out to the Soviet Union. Millions of people die. Tens of millions of people die. That's the the sad thing, you know. Without going too much into the history, yeah. but what the the end result of all of this was, China incurred a huge debt from the Soviet Union because what they did was they purchased factories like turnkey factories from the soviet union for industrial stuff like making whatever farm equipment cars you know guns things like that the soviets would bring all the equipment set it all up and be like there we go it's ready to go but now you owe us a massive debt and they paid that debt off using wheat and so when you've got the commune saying hey we've got all this wheat the government's like okay uh, we'll just take a small percentage of that because, you know, we know you guys still you have, have so to. Much. You have so much. And you you can live off that. We're just taking 10%. Meanwhile, 10% was actually the entire amount that they managed to actually grow. Yeah. The figures were false. So the, the government took all of the wheat yeah. and gave it to the Soviet Union. Every single piece of wheat. And sometimes put it in storerooms and let it rot or whatever while the people were starving. It was a crazy thing. And it's all because of these lies and this face culture and this need to appease the numbers of the central government uh, that led to this. And now we're seeing it again with the magical potatoes. Yeah, It's pretty ridiculous, if you ask me. Um, anyway, where, whoops, sorry. I made that a little smaller. I'll make that a little bigger again. It's... OBS is a... All right. So that's the magic potato segment. No, there's more. There is? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Guys, we wanted to show you, in case you weren't aware of this, the um, absurdity that this cult of personality thing can reach. Yeah. So um, I just wanted to make sure you guys really... I don't want to be one of those people that's like, oh, look, it's exactly like the past because, like... I don't know, some erroneous detail overlaps. This is like verbatim play for play, what we've seen with Mao. Yeah, what's this? This is Mao's mango. Yes. You know what happened with that? Was yeah, give us the backstory, guys, because this is fascinating. In 1968, yeah. uh, the Pakistani delegation, mm. right, which has pretty old ties to the Communist Party of China, but uh, they donated some mangoes to Mao. Yeah, they came over and they're like, hey, mangoes. Have some mangoes. Of course, China doesn't have mangoes. China no. knows nothing about mangoes. They're like, what is this amazing fruit? Yeah, except they haven't had them in the south of China. Yeah, well, I yeah. mean, like, whatever. Yeah, up in Beijing for sure, yeah, definitely yeah. not. So the delegates bring over these mangoes. And because Mao had the mangoes, because they were attributed to Mao, people started worshiping mangoes. Remember, Mao gifted, the, he gifted, gifted yeah. like mangoes to like some of his top... I have pictures of that, actually. Okay, all right. So, and they started to enshrine them. Yeah, they started to enshrine mangoes and walk around worshiping mangoes. They had that uh, mango cup. You could go buy that for your ration ticket or whatever. You could buy a mango cup. Yeah. Um, they would put them in shrines. They would display them in museums. They mm -hmm. had mangoes, and they this was one that was gifted to to some workers, right? Yeah. Who enshrined it and started to worship it? Actually, yeah. like uh, praying to it. Like I'll tell God. you one thing. If I'm gifted 
from all my hard work a freaking mango, I, I won't be very happy. <laughs> no, but they I'll be like, is that because... made out of gold? Dude, it's better than starving to death. Right? But you can't eat it. No, no, you can't. You, I mean, if you eat it, you probably ex you'd be executed sure. if you ate that mango. Besides, it's probably just soaking in formaldehyde or whatever to keep it preserved, right? For sure, for sure. But yeah, preserved it, waxed it or something. Yeah. Um, so embalmed. Yeah, embalmed the mango. Look, I mean, the, the propaganda, propaganda of the the people marching forward with a plate of mangoes. It became out of control, and this is remember this is guys before this is viral media and like uh, social media and stuff. This is like word of mouth. Mm -hmm. passed this down and deified a mango yeah mangoes dude and in nothing there's a lot of similarities to this potato thing yeah because what you saw was oh why don't you do the tiny potatoes xi jinping's tiny potatoes go wild everyone's yeah, buying xi them xi all over the place tiny potato revolution it's all over the chinese internet news and if you think that's a bit of a stretch let me just show you some pictures here it's not a whole lot different than what we're seeing today yes xi jinping sat in this chair it gets roped off and deified yes. Xi Jinping stood here. These are his footsteps. People go pay to stand in his footsteps. Yeah, you see where Xi Jinping stood there? Yeah. It's got little outlines, like, you know, a chalk outline type thing that you yeah. do on a dead body in like a movie. A in a crime scene. That's That actually doesn't happen in real life, by the way. No. I don't know where that comes from, but anyway. Hey, um, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, okay, so, yeah, he stood here. Isn't that fantastic? Wonderful. What have we got here? Another place that he stood. Yep. Okay. You can go pay to stand in his footsteps. And take photos of it. Yeah, and take photos of it. Hey, I stood where he stood. A man stood. Did my you know a man stood here? Yeah. You know, my favorite is the toilet on the right side there. It's like Xi Jinping ex inspected this toilet. And yeah, so, yeah. So they have <laughs> a toilet draped. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's draped in like a shroud. Yeah, it is. Yeah, inspected that. Now that toilet over there that's under that red shroud. Holy crap. Xi Jinping looked at that toilet. He looked at it and it is now covered. You're not allowed to see it. because Now, it not only is it enshrined, but there's like this huge sign up there to show that he is the one who looked at that toilet. Yes. Yes. Isn't that yes. ridiculous? Yes. Isn't that dumb? I mean, this is where we're at though, guys. It's not <laughs> yes. a stretch. Again, I, I keep going back to this article and I don't want to like straw man. Mm -hmm. But this, I read this fantastic article about how uh, Xi Jinping's really just ruining China. Yes. But they make a claim that he's not Mao because Mao had a cult of personality. You guys gotta understand, we're getting to those levels. You gotta now. understand. We're getting to that. Did yeah. you not see that black and white documentary there? Is yeah. that not kind of verbatim what's happening now? Yeah. You know, it is. It's, it's not a stretch. It's going going towards that. But again. Like we were saying in the beginning, the whole idea of putting a very basic quote of him in calligraphy and like, oh, yeah, you yeah. know, like, is it no, is it convenient to live here? Yeah. But in like, not even that, like, it's a dumbed down version of that. It's yeah. like, it's like if somebody turns up and in, into your house or whatever, it's like, uh, nice digs. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. Nice pad. Or, yeah. you know, it's a nice, it's a nice, nice place. You got. Nice place. Nice place. It's a good place to live. You know, yeah. something very basic like you that. You like living here? Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah. it is. You like living here? Yeah. And you get that, like, enshrined on the wall. Well, I mean, it's not far off. This is worse. They're enshrining a freaking toilet he looked at. They're enshrining a little to be spot fair, that he stood I think on. the mango thing is pretty regarded as well. Yeah, that's dumb. I mean, this is, that's, this, this is the same. You know, we were having a conversation about this earlier because we do understand that in the West you do get similar things. Like Elvis will have a scarf or something yeah. and everybody will be like, ah, sure. oh, I touch it or whatever. Some crap like that, you know? 
I don't know what a modern day equivalent of that would be like. I don't know, vanilla, vanilla ice's false tooth or something. But whatever, it doesn't matter. It, it, the fact of the matter is you get this stupid like worship of little objects and of people in the West. But because you're allowed to have a diverse opinion and because there are many people with different worldviews around you, you will get people saying, you are a moron. Yeah. You know, if you try to worship a freaking mango or something, you know, because somebody else had a mango once, people will call you out on that. But in yeah, China, they, they don't. That's the problem because you're not allowed to criticize Xi Jinping. You're not right. allowed to criticize it's the like government. It's like immunity. Yeah. So if Xi Jinping does something dumb, like look at a toilet and everyone's like, holy crap, he looked at this toilet. Right. No one's going to be telling you like, that's so stupid, but, man. Uh, let's be honest. Yeah. Um, a, a huge chunk of the population will think it's stupid. Yeah, but they can't, they can't say anything. Do anything. They so, can't make a post about it. They can't make a meme about yeah, it. Yeah, they can't. So what happens is like people just go with it, you know? Yeah. Like even if you disagree with it, you'll be like, wow, that's important. Or, right. you know, wow, that's... Or, oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, hmm, that's hmm, interesting. interesting. But then all the other people rushing up there to like worship the toilet right. that he looked at, no one's stopping them. It normalizes it. Yeah, it's yeah. just like if you're going to be that stupid, no one's going to stop you from being that stupid. So it spreads, right? Yes. Everyone's doing it, you know, yes. that kind of nonsense. Anyway, stupid Mao guy, you know. Mao guy. Mao guy. And that brings us to the end of our Xi Jinping is a cult, you know, cult of personality. I hope Let's you guys, yeah. worship his freaking toilet that he looked at. I hope um, you guys enjoyed that. I think that was a pretty good, insightful thing. Because, like, listen, yeah, I saw that BBC thing, and I was like, this deserves a deep dive. So me yeah. and you spent all day looking up yeah. stuff, and we were like, this is this is deep. Like, this was wild, and it was not covered in English media. The amount of of uh, the capital city of potatoes all over. How many times do we read the capital city of potatoes? Yeah, because it's not just China? one. There no. are many cities calling themselves the 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 potato capital of China, yeah. And we find this a lot in China, though. You know, have you noticed yeah. everywhere you go, they're always yeah. like, "Oh, all the the best looking women come from this yeah, this you're place." Like, okay, really? And they're like, "No, but the best actually the best looking women come from." And then wildly, far and then you go from. somewhere else, and they're like, "The best looking women come, come from, from here. here," and then somewhere else, "No, no, they come from here." You're like, "Dude, you're what like, the dude, hell are you doing?" And and who says that? Anyway? Yeah, it's, it's but that like, that's actually a common thing. We're not just making that no, up. No, I made a video about it of how ridiculous yeah. that is. You know, I we were also discussing if you were one of like. Xi Jinping's aides or I don't know cleaners or something if you could collect his toenail clippings and what have you like his used tissues you could make a mint oh you'd be rich dude you could just sell it like oh Xi Jinping blew his nose into this right. tissue and like everybody would be like I'll give you a million RMB I feel like his staff would figure that out and then that well I mean somebody would hang you know somebody would hang but you know maybe like do it and then escape yeah. Like, you, you know what I mean? You've come up with a great uh, wealth code. Absolutely. You like hoard a bunch of his toenail yes. clippings and used tissues and maybe his hairbrush. You could, yes. If you could steal his hairbrush. You could. Holy crap. And then you sell that online. Yeah. And then you buy Canada real estate, Canadian real estate, become a citizen, drive up the real estate market. You really figured, perfect. You figured it all out. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we haven't done any super chats, by the way. Oh, let's let's hit a couple before we move on to the next subject. Uh, v Diddy says, "Happy Four or Die Friday." Winston, oh, I you. need you take on Four or Die. We just keep going to fake college programs to stay in the U.S. with no intentions of learning or working. Just blow money and take pics. I. It's one of my life goals someday to be able to address that issue because it irks me to no end. You know, remember, if we're not talking about all people, it's for our die. It for our die. The people, that, are... the people that, that literally the only purpose for them getting a student visa is to launder money and to mess yeah. around and criminals. screw criminals. around. And they are just criminals and they get away with it through, through loopholes. That's um, one of my goals in life when I'm older. Nice. 
Roman Reyes, hey lads, I hope you're not using PayPal as your centralized financial account because unfortunately PayPal tried to implement a social credit system. Oh, it uh, did? Finding $1,000 per misinformation being posted. I don't think that happened. Well, I mean, if it did, we're not aware of it. Yeah. We should look into it. And we don't centralize yeah. that anyway. Mm. Mafsiata, CCP are the kings of artificial intelligence, artificial stats, artificial achievements, artificial everything. Yes. Uh, Gil Wine says... And soon, artificial insemination. Yeah. And look, that's not a joke. No. It's getting to we that point. That. Yeah, we, we called it, and it's now the rumblings are there mm. because Xi Jinping is now called for like a massive thing to like basically ensure that there's children in China now. Yeah. And that's not far off to a point where they're going to probably be forcefully fertilizing people. No. I, I can see that happening. Not saying it's going to happen, but I can see it as a big possibility in the future. You know, for watch sure. this space. For At sure. least incentivize the crap out of it. It'd be like if you get you know, inseminated or have a child, we will give you X amount of money, you know? Yeah. That type of thing. Uh, Gil Weiss says, stepped on a Lego cube. Ayo, tong suwala. Wait, we can't just end it there. Oh, you said, hit the corner of the table with my pinky. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Doc Slothington, as you guys already know, yesterday was the most important holiday of the year, International Sloth Day. Oh, it hope was. You all had, uh, hope you all will keep with the holiday spirit this weekend and relax as much as possible. Thank you, Doc, and I appreciate, appreciate you it a lot. thinking about us like that. Maybe I'll find a way to relax a little bit more than usual. Mm. Um, cool. Don't you guys say too loud for Tong Sawala. Did you not balance that audio for that clip? Oh, maybe not. Let's find out. Because we just... I'll bring it down. I'll bring it down. Wait, we're going to have to do it one more time. Okay, sorry. Okay, I bought it from from now on. From now on. It's funny to watch people scream in Tong Sawala. Okay. So it's time for us to move on to the Wumao corner. We're going way, way too long. Yeah, this is. we've got so much important stuff to cover. I know. Um, so this, we talked about a little bit earlier, um, about the six individuals charged with conspiring to act as illegal agents of the People's yeah. Republic of China. Articles in the description, by the way. Um, I'll give you a super brief. Yeah. Let, like you yeah. can go read the article. Yes. So we won't go through it here. We're just going to give you a very brief rundown. Basically, there is a, basically, that's basically we yeah. will be a civilized country one day. Yeah. One day, one day. Basically, we'll have good health care. Yes. One so day. explain it like I'm five version here mm -hmm. is uh, there was a guy and his son living in New York, mm -hmm. right? Now, there was another guy who owned a hotel with his daughter who was actually a CCP agent. Both of them were yeah. acting on behalf of the CCP to carry out Operation Fox Hunt. I have a whole video about that. But Operation Fox Hunt is basically when China sends out agents across the world to go try to repatriate people back into China. They don't even need to send people abroad. No. The whole idea no, is to compel, yeah, compel people that they see as criminals. It's usually corrupt officials that have fled yeah. to places like Canada and Australia to raise up the real estate prices amongst also escape with their bribe money. Yeah, but let's not. I <laughs> I'm mean, just kidding. Yeah, yeah, but there's no. a lot of just dissidents. Yeah, there's yeah. A, it, it's a range of people. Anyone yeah. that the Communist Party of China claims to be um, a criminal. Yes. Okay, so that can be... A protester. corrupt official who's run to Canada and Australia yep. to raise up the real estate price. It could also be a dissident, 
It could be somebody who's a human rights advocate. It could be a religious religious um, persecuted person. Anyone that they're like, you know what? They're a criminal. Instead of going through proper diplomatic channels and the correct ways, because the the crimes that they commit in China are usually not the same. Like they're not, um, what, what do you say, anagalous? Uh, what what's yeah. the word? Anagalous, yeah. 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 Um, with the crime somewhere else. So, you know, you're not going to be like, this person practiced um, this religion in China. It's a crime. But that won't be a crime in America, for instance. Yeah. So if that person's in America, they can't like do a diplomatic, let's do something here. Yeah. So they compel them to come back through various means. Sometimes it's just online. They bug them. They threaten their families in yeah. China and Some so on. But, but, you know, they very often go over the boundaries and yeah. actually go into those countries and then go and harass them and, and get them to come back. Yeah. So mm. uh, what happened was they sent this agent over years, really, to, or I mean, that was living in New York to harass this guy. Right to go back to China, yeah. and they did many things. They did things like uh, say, you know, we're gonna your your family members are gonna get hurt. Your family members are gonna get arrested if you if you and harassed and harassed if you don't come back. Hurry up and come back, right? Over and over and over again. Then throughout all these uh, meetings, they would record. By the way, mm-hmm. they'd record so they could send back to the officials in Beijing. Hey, we're trying to get this guy over, right? Yeah. Hey, here in New York, we're gonna record this meeting where I'm gonna tell you, listen. I've repatriated tons of people before. This is what we do. Um, I'm gonna lose face. You don't want to make me lose face here. You better, you better go back and face this, right? Yeah. Then they did things like they snuck family members from China into tour groups to come to America to meet him and say, "Hey, please come back. They're yes. gonna mess us up." To blackmail them. To blackmail them. They did the most outlandish, wild things. It's a good read. Guy, right? D- description read. below. Anyway, the description below. Yeah. They caught all the people involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, five of them are in China. Well, so they caught two, two of, of them. Two of them here. Yeah. Yeah, but those people were not in America. Yeah. Two of them here in the U.S. have been um, have been uh, caught arrested, and yeah. arrested, and they are going to be facing trial. Um, they've seized the hotel and potentially all the assets. Some that real were estate and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the most fascinating thing about this story is was the methodology. So I highly recommend you go read the justice.gov article in the description. It was a great catch uh, by the authorities. Yeah. And it really illustrates how China goes about harassing people abroad. Yes. Uh, it's a even very, on like, soil. seriously, read it because it gives you an idea of what's going on yeah. underneath your noses. And almost immediately, our very favorite water cooler, you know, uh, yeah. soaks person from. From China. Uh, had a statement about this. After the FBI arrested these guys, these yeah. criminal agents, literally spy agents yeah. that were operating in in New York, yes. not only to catch people, by the way, not yeah. only to force people and kidnap people and repatriate them back to China, but also to launder money for the Chinese government. Yeah, and drive up the real estate prices. Yes. But they were actually laundering money on <laughs> yeah, behalf of the on CCP. Behalf. So not good people, Chinese agents operating on U.S. soil. Okay, what does the Chinese spokesperson, you know, the water cooler guy have to say? What did he say? He said, fighting crimes, repatriating fugitives and recovering illegal proceeds is about upholding and advancing justice and the rule of law. And then he followed up with, the U.S. has received the largest number of Chinese fugitives suspected of corruption and other economic crimes. We call on the U.S. to correct its course, facilitate China's efforts to repatriate fugitives and recover illegal proceeds and not become a safe haven for criminals. So what China actually said there was, you caught our agents, mm. but you shouldn't catch them. Yeah, you, you should, should let, let them, them work. kidnap people. Yeah, you should. 
and ex- stop standing in their way. <laughs> Let them launder money and commit crimes. Yeah, just the CCP is the criminals here, guys. Yeah. Uh, actually, we got footage of him speak uh, speaking on this. this yeah. Is, is, this is a quote from Twitter from his yeah. Twitter. Yeah. So uh, we actually got footage of the actual thing. Yeah, it didn't air though. Let's take a look. I can see why they didn't air that, by the way. I think that was a bit hard to understand for most people. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah, let's keep moving on. So this is uh, is why you guys come here, right? You get some special stuff. This is, yeah. Some special sauce. Some special stuff. So we have a subscriber from Slovakia, okay? Yes. Now, Slovakia is in the EU, normal developed country, Mm -hmm. um, you know, part of international law part of the eu part of Mm -hmm. any sort of treaty that they would have but they operate just like many places operate bilingual chinese schools right not not for chinese people it's for anybody that wants to learn chinese yeah of course school so you go to high school in slovakia look it's targeted at the students in that country yes so you go to slovakian school here you go to the public school and then you also have your bilingual version so you go to some classes in chinese so you go to chinese chinese to, to learn chinese yeah it's just like if i went to you know we do the same thing here in the u.s with spanish Right. Uh, so imagine you have, it's not a Confucius Institute, by the way. Oh, but, you know, they have gotten rid of a lot of Confucius Institutes, but what they end up doing is they actually retain the same teachers mm. and the same people and then just bring them in under a sure. different name. Uh, reading through the comments from Poster, uh, it looks like it's not, though. Okay. But this that's actually makes it even more alarming in some ways. Sure. So this was from their uh, one of their lectures, okay? This is their geography course right yes in this chinese is, this is geography so yeah. imagine you go to geography don't pay attention to the language the language doesn't matter you yeah. go to geography and you have a chinese teacher right she's teaching you geography in chinese just yes. the medium of teaching right you're in slovakia yes. and you're like okay what wonder what geography we're going to learn about maybe some topology and we're going to learn about like the how big russia actually is or something right no yeah. what they learned about here was race issues when were the blacks first brought to america so imagine this is your textbook by the way yeah. By 1860, the total population of black slaves reached uh, 4 million. How long do black slaves have to work? Uh, 16 to 19 hours. Which year, which president signed the Emancipation Proclamation in 1861? It was Lincoln. In what ways does racial discrimination manifest? Uh, whites think that they're superior to blacks. Blacks have no right to vote. They are paid less than whites. White and black children uh, do not study in the same school. And Ku Klux Klan's uh, killing black people. That's okay. uh, first page so of that's, geography lesson. That's geography. Interesting. Mm. So, so hmm. Slovakia, keep in, keep in mind a free country. Yes. A free country, a Western country that is teaching geography. This is geography. This is lesson what, one. Okay, let's, what let's else? Let's lesson two. Okay, lesson uh, two. Drug, drug problem. D- drug problem. Okay. Geography. Yeah. Uh, there are a large number of drug addicts in the U.S. By yeah. the way, this is talking about. There are 72 million people in the U.S. that have uh, said that they've done drugs once in their life, and that's a quarter of the population. Mm -hmm. Uh, It says drug consumption is staggering, uh, accounting for 60% of the world's, I guess, drug use. Uh, Youth of the main group of drug users, uh, 18 to 25 years old. That is uh, geography. Geography. This is a fascinating geography. I've learned a lot about geography so far. So... What this, hemisphere is America in? You know, like what's the what are the demographics? You know, what is the yeah? What's going on here? Let's learn about land masses and tectonic yeah. shifts. Yeah. No, let's keep looking at geography here. This is a remember. This is a mainland Chinese teacher teaching Slovakian children. Yeah. Um, about U.S. about geography, and this is all about the U.S. 
Uh, we can look at a, a pie chart of the U, uh, drug it's use well, in the types, US. Of, types of drugs. Oh, yeah, types of you had marijuana, cocaine. Now you have hallucinogens. Uh, mm. And a quote from Angelina Jolie, very pertinent to geography. Yes. Uh, what was her geography quote? Mm. Says, I've tried almost every drug in the world, whether it's cocaine or marijuana. I know what it tastes like. Hmm. Interesting. So that's a good geography quote. Very related. What does this have to do with geography? <laughs> let's do it. Let's look at another slide from this geography uh, lecture. Okay. Okay. Mm. All right. Uh, so the first president of the United States is Abraham Lincoln. Oh, and that's a great segue into the livelihood issues. Okay. Uh, what are the problems in the U.S.? Well, they have high medical insurance costs. I mean, I'll vouch for that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so it goes through all these like bad issues the about bad America, problems of right? America. Was yeah. pro did they throw homelessness in there? Oh yeah, and gun violence. Oh yeah, stuff, right? yeah, okay. And it says it's good. Uh, glad they checked all the boxes. Yeah, yeah, high medical insurance expenses. And then at the end, this is my favorite thing. It says, does Slovakia have the same problems? Yeah, does Slovakia have the same problems? So a geography lesson. I mean, there's one more slide, I believe. Okay, yeah, let's just let's, let's round it out so we can actually have a fair view of geography in the world oh yeah uh, he has gun problem. gun problem oh that's geography right yes yeah you know that how mount whitney is kind of like shaped in that topographical uh, formation i think it's from gun violence yes yeah uh the gun problem it talks about um gun ownership and how it's the highest gun rate in the world and why does the gun pr problem persist here uh, and the first president of the united states would be assassinated yeah it's andrew jackson yeah um so what we have here is the Chinese government really teaching Slovakian children about why the U.S. is bad in Chinese in a public school and it's in a geography class. Yeah. I mean... Fascinating. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, when I learned geography in school and we learned about China, very little... I, in fact, I don't recall anything to do with politics or, you know, like, issues... We learned about like, you know, like you said, topographical stuff, rivers, demographics, yeah. that sort of thing. I don't think these like drug problems and quotes from Angelina Jolie and so on yeah. have anything to do with geography. Yes. I'm just saying. This has nothing to do with geography. It's a very thinly veiled attempt. It's an to, agenda. To, to shit on the U.S. and shit on the West and to further China's interests. Mm -hmm. in separating the uh, Europe from the U.S. That's why you have to be very careful of these uh, Chinese language courses is because it's not about Chinese language, it's about propaganda. And, yeah. you know, the language barrier prevents a lot of people from actually seeing what's being said there. Yes. You know? Yes. Um, it's, it's devastatingly stupid. Yes. It's I... like if you do an English teaching course in China and all you go on about is like, the, the Tiananmen Square and yeah. all the Falun Gong and all this. That's the only thing you talk about. Yeah, it's yeah. not about anything. And it's in a class about math. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's it's, it's, yeah, it's a math calculus class. Today. Now look at this square, Tiananmen Square. <laughs> exactly. The angle, if you calculate the angle, the tanks came in here. Exactly. No, they didn't even, she didn't even try to do that in this. No. There's no geography. There's no geography at all. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, what I want to say is some advice here. Mm -hmm. uh, look into this school for sure. Thank you to the person that shared it, uh, yes. the student. I'm sorry you have to go through this shit. Yeah. Sounds like you want to get to Taiwan, which is cool. Yes. Um, you won't have to put up with this. Look into your educational programs about mm. this. Dive into this. Don't be, don't be malicious about it, but dive into this and have a look at what the curriculum actually is. 
Because mm. it's very, you might find it is very concerning. And I don't care what country you're in. I want you to look into this. I want you to look into your Chinese language programs. They're probably fine. They're probably fine. Probably. But if there's anything alarming like this, definitely bring it up with the education board and stuff. And bring it up with means... the administration. Oh, if for sure. I, if I was learning this in my school, I would very honestly question it. I wouldn't just yeah. take it, okay? I'm not American. Mm. But if I see like a very mm. targeted attack on any specific country that's just mm. overboard like this, this is overboard. I would question the value of this education. For sure. And I would go to the administration and be like, hey, why is this being taught? Is there a reason for this? Absolutely not. You know? There's no, I mean, it's a very clear reason. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. Anyway, uh, let's figure this out. Let's let's get to the bottom of this, guys. You guys are a great audience. I know that you guys have a lot of care for what we do and what, uh, you know, the good trajectory the world needs to go in. And mm -hmm. I hope, hopefully, you guys can sort this out. Correct. So, um, still got a lot more in the show, guys. Are we going to hit uh, Super Chat or two? Uh, no, we'll save. Let's save. We'll him. save him. All right. Now, those of you who don't know, before we continue on to Worldview, which, of course, Worldview is, well, you'll learn all about Worldview when I run the slide. But uh, before we do that, don't forget that we have our Shaban Ho show. And this is uh, on Mondays. Mm. It's like a VIP club. Piss on yeah. the wall. It's like one of those memories that's in your nose forever. That and the ammonia. As if you're like in a hydrochloric acid or something yeah, there. But there's the shit bin. It just smells really it's bad. It's usually vile. How else would we know what other people's turds look yeah. like? The worst bathroom I've ever seen. And you get a shiver down your spine. Yeah. If you turn around, you can watch people pissing in the <laughs> urinal. So you unzip your fly and you're getting a massage. Yeah, you'd probably think that I'm talking shit. Yeah, so guys, um, that is the little Shaban Ho uh, teaser. And if you're interested in checking out Shaban Ho, you can go over to patreon.com forward slash ADV podcast, join the Shaban Ho tier. And every Monday we have the show and you can watch all the previous shows. Uh, it's fun. It's not, it's, breaking, awesome. it's not breaking news. It's just us talking about some of our experiences in China. We always share something unique some pictures that we took or some video clips and it's or something interactive and it's fun it's just a fun little club please and come hang out with we'd us. love it's we'd love awesome. to see you there we'd love to see you there anyway let's continue on to the show we're going to go into worldview where we talk about everything in the world specifically with regards to china and as promised in my video if you have not seen it already please go and take a look i made a video it's called the UK belongs to China and uh, it's being shadow banned, it appears again from YouTube. At least that's what it appears to be because it's not getting a lot of uh, engagement and views and so on. I'd sure. appreciate you go and check it out if you have the time. But I spoke about this uh, worrying thing that's going on right now and it's tied to South Africa actually where I'm from. So that's why I'd like to talk about it a little more. But basically there is a place called the Test Flying Academy of South Africa it's headquartered in Otsur, which is, I believe, in the Western Cape, which is not far away from where I was born, actually. But it's in like a kind of a remote deserted area. And what it is, is it's a flight training school, I suppose. Um, and they've been linked to recruiting Royal Air Force pilots. And I presume not just Royal Air Force pilots, probably American pilots to anywhere, really, um, which we'll see in a minute. And they've been training the Chinese military so the People's Liberation Army Air Force in fighter pilot tactics and how Western fighter jets operate and all the ins and outs of, you know. Because look, here's the thing. If you're an RAF pilot, 
Okay, Royal Air Force. My grandfather was a Royal Air Force engineer on a bomber, actually. Came down to South Africa that way on an amphibious bomber. Not that that matters, but, you know, Royal Air Force. I'm familiar with it through my familial ties. Mm -hmm. I'm connected somehow. <laughs> um, if you're a Royal Air Force pilot and you have been um, trained in fast jets and so on and so forth, you would have had access to the latest technology when it comes to fighter jets in the UK. So the typhoons and so on, right? Not only that, but the Royal Air Force currently has F-35s as well, like the most advanced fighter you know, they have those. So they have training on them. They're around them. You get to learn how they work. You get to fly them. You get to do joint training with the United States and other allies, Australia, everywhere. So you're going to be learning about all the different tactics, right, that the West uses, all the dogfighting tactics, all the beyond visual range attack, um, you know, scenarios and all these very important things, how all the missiles work, how the drills work how the scrambling works, how they take off, how the aircraft carriers work, how everything works, okay? You're privy to all of that because you train. You are the Royal Air Force. You are there to defend the UK and the UK's interests of its allies, you know? So you are the man. You are the top gun. So China comes along and says, hey, I'll give you $275,000 if you come and train our, our people for a, whatever period of time. And you're like, sure, and you go over there. That's what's been happening. Okay, it's bad, especially yeah. since what it looks like, you know, this ta Taiwan conflict is looking more and more real as time goes on with Xi Jinping's rhetoric. Yeah. So the whole point is that if this conflict kicks off over Taiwan, we're going to have allied planes involved. We're going to have F-16s and we're going to have whatever that's been sold to Taiwan, yeah. first of all. But we're also expecting a lot of the allies to step in to help with yeah. aircraft carriers and so on. Yeah. So all of the tactics, right, that, yep. are, that are used by the Allies, aircraft carrier technology, the way it all works, flying the planes, the way the, you know, everything that happens, what the pilots eat is all going to be known by the RAF pilots that are now going and training the Chinese uh, Air Force. So it prepares them because the Chinese government, I mean, the Chinese army has no real world fighting experience, especially the, you know, the Air Force pilots. Sure. They actually don't. You know, other than the Korean War where they were flying MiGs and they were trained by the Soviets and stuff, but that's old school stuff, right? In the modern day now, they don't really have any experience. No. So to have these very experienced, retired, um, you know, Royal Air Force pilots training them, yeah. it gives them that experience. It gives them the insight. It gives them all of the knowledge that they need to fight against the Royal Air Force yeah, and to fight against the American Air Force. Yeah. You know, it's disgusting. So anyway, I took a look at this um, this, uh, this test flight, whatever it's called. Now, again, this is kind of alleged, so I'm not going to say 100% these guys are whatever, but this is what all the reports are saying. Even the South African news itself is saying, but let's take a look. This test flight, whatever it's called here in South Africa, in Otsuren, um, and I, as soon as you go to the part where they talk about their consulting and so on, if you click on it, you'll see there is a typhoon. They actually have the British Royal Air Force typhoons on their website as a picture, right? Flight testing and consultation services. We can give you consultation on the British typhoons because we hire RAF pilots, you know? Now, it's important because what's happened is it looks like this this flight training school in South Africa is kind of the conduit for all of this, 
at least the majority of it. And it looks like th around about 30, that's three zero, RAF pilots are either in China or have been to China to train um, the military there. Yeah. Okay, which is not a small amount. No. Um, and the more you look around this website, the more you start to see the ties with China. Um, and, of course, the Royal Air Force. Here it's kind of important if you look. They say, um, TAFA essays globally recruited staff. Mm -hmm. Globally recruited. In other words, from the UK, possibly from the US as well. Yeah. Possibly from any country. Yep. All right. Um, has the skills to collectively support all... Development and test programs at any level from detailed design to overall program management. So, in other words, you know, they can do whatever. We've got the skills you need is what we got, right? It's kind of worrying. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, South Africa is well known for having a lot of mercenaries. And I guess, in a way, this is just mercenary work. Yeah, in a way. In a way. Um, it's just an extension of that. And it's a loophole. So, the Chinese government can be like, we didn't directly pay them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you take a look, they talk about the helicopters and so on, because apparently it's not just fighter jet pilots from the RAF, but helicopter pilots have also been poached <sighs> to go and do this. Mm -hmm. um, so let, let's see. They say on fixed wing side, they have expertise in the Typhoon, Gripen, Hawk, Tornado, Mirage F-1, various fighter trainer aircraft, including the Hongdu L-15 and K-8 aircraft, as well as civil transport aircraft, such as Boeing, Airbus, uh, Dornier, and Bombardier aircraft, including the renowned Concorde. In China, this includes the civil transport aircraft AR-321 and C-919. See, already we're seeing links to China right here. So they have expertise in PLA aircraft as well, you know, mm -hmm. as well as these British aircraft and others. Yeah. So it's very clear that there's a, a big conflict of interest going on here. Yeah. You know? Um, and the worst part about this is that the UK is fairly powerless to do anything about this. They're trying right now to enact a new law to prevent this because what these pilots are doing is, in my eyes, treasonous. I'm sure most people would agree because you <laughs> get taught by your country to defend your country and then you use that knowledge to <laughs> equip your non, adversary. Not allied country. Yeah. yeah, your adversary who's potentially going to be in a conflict with your country on how to defeat your country. It's kind of treasonous. Kind of? It's kind of treasonous. Kind of? Yeah, and it's kind of really treasonous, <laughs> you know? Let's just hope there are no Aurora pilots on yeah. this program because Please, we Lord. need we need the Aurora to yeah. safeguard the shores of Canada. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, the more you look into this, the more it makes a lot of sense that mm. that's what they're doing. Yeah. You know, fighter and tactics instruction. Um, and, you know, South Africa is well known for its military. It actually has a very strong military, very good. Um, I know the SAS comes down there to train. Um, in certain scenarios, uh, and so on and so forth. And, you know, like the, my entire, basically the, the entire generation before me all went to the military. I skipped conscription in South Africa by a year. Right. They got rid of conscription the year before I turned 18. I would have had to go and do two years mandatory military service. Right. Everybody does it. There's a lot of military stuff going on there. Very good weapons development from Danel and so on. So, like, this is the kind of thing you would expect to come out of South Africa. You, you mentioned that. The new law in the UK would strip them of their citizenship, right? 
No, that's something that some people are calling for. That's not going to happen, though. It's incredibly it's difficult. Okay. You can't do that. But the whole point is, um, the under the new law, because you know the UK is so humane and you know lovey dovey and so on. They'll be like giving people a warning. They'll be like, "No, oh, okay. don't do that." Oh, you you sold you sold out military like tactics to China. Gotcha. Don't do it next time, because if you do it next time, we will prosecute you. You know, that's pretty much what this new law is going to be. Oh, okay. so it's going to be a interesting. It's going to be a one strike law. Oh, okay. Okay, so if they catch you doing it or they caught you doing it, they'll be like, "Hey, don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't be a traitor again. Don't treason. Don't <laughs> don't. What what's the plural of treason? Don't don't treason. What is it? Like, plural of treason. It's a verb. So if you treasoned Can once, tre I mean, you're using it as a I know, verb. but I'm I'm trying to move it oh, into that okay. that sphere. So it's like, don't, don't you treason treasons. twice? Yeah, <laughs> okay. don't you tre Yeah, don't commit treasons. You can commit a treason, <laughs> but not two. Treason. Not but you can see, um, you can see on their website that they are operational worldwide, of course, because in China they were they're operational, and South Africa. Yeah. Um, again, guys, um, I've on purpose not included the contact details of this company because I do not want any um, harassment or anything of them. It's sure. not something that we're interested in. But I wanted to point out that this is the company that is being. Uh, alleged to do this yeah and by looking at their website it's very obvious that they're doing this you know from the this fact is that, what you found on the reports right yeah this yeah. was in the news articles oh, it's not okay. like a um made it up yeah I, I found this in south african news articles oh interesting okay a lot of the other news articles in the uk they just mention a south african training company uh, but this okay. according to the south african news is the one. Oh, interesting all right that's so i did a little bit of extra according to that. that yeah according to the south african um press don't even have to say in Minecraft to say according no, to No, it's the according South to African the South African press. press. This yeah. is the one that's that's recruiting on behalf of the Chinese government these ex-RAF pilots mm -hmm. to go and train the the Chinese military on how to defeat the RAF. Right. Basically. Um, yeah, so let's move on from that. And we're going to just do a little bit um, extra on the home match. Because last time when we put out our special bulletin, we didn't have clear pictures and stuff. We just wanted to show this to you. Yeah. Well, be brief. Be brief about this. Okay. So this poster you see behind us, um, it's kind of a funny poster. Mm -hmm. It's got Xi Jinping and he's looking at himself in the mirror and he's an emperor and he's holding Taiwan in one hand. And, you know, he's doing his usual nonsense. He's holding Tibet and all that. Oh, I think he is. It's kind yeah. of hard to make out. Either way, He's got a king, the crown. It's not even offensive, to be honest. It's no. not like a, it's not, he's not naked or anything. He's not, you know well, what I mean? I mean, he is. No, he's wearing pants. Yeah, yeah. You mean underwear? Yeah, yeah. I mean, just remember when, um, you know, you had all that. No, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, I'm when. I'm saying it, the point of the art is yeah. he's naked. That's the point well, of the he's, joke. Yeah, he's emperor with the no emperor clothes. Is close. Yeah. But he's not, like, naked, naked. Remember all no. those Trump pictures yeah, that were going sure. around with his dick hanging out and right. stuff when the, all the press was kind of hating on him? Um, and all these advocate groups. It's not like that level. Right. Of, right, right. It's not like no, it's, rude he's got, and obscene. Yeah, it's yeah. not obscene. It's not, it's not obscene. No. So it's just kind of a fun, it's pointing, uh, poking fun at Xi Jinping. They, sure. The protesters put this up outside the consul, uh, consulate there, and they put up some signs, you know, which were calling for this, you know, end of the CCP. So these guys that you see here emerged from the consulate with riot gear on, okay? And they took the sign and scampered away with it into the consulate and even funnier is the consul general who's the most senior person in the consulate obviously is seen over there kicking the signs and ripping one of them down okay the guy in the weird looking hat there you can see him 
kicking the signs. He's like a top diplomat, dude. It's like a, quite a top hat on. Very interesting. I, like, let's try and identify his hat. I think it's a beret that he doesn't know how to wear properly. It's almost like a cookie, half of a cookie. Yeah, I'm not muffin. quite sure what his hat's all about. He's the muffin man. Yeah. Anyway, so let's get back to these guys. You Now you can see, and in, in slow, I slowed it down a bit. You can see the guys there. They're grabbing that <laughs> poster, okay? And they're dr like running away, so scampering away like pack stealing. rats. Yeah. They stole the, the thing. One of the guys, by the way, comes out. Not sure about this, but it looks like he had a, a possibly a little screwdriver or a stun gun or a something in his hand. Who knows? Could be a cell phone, but it's probably not. Um, he pulled something out of his pocket because they were obviously prepared for some kind of a scuffle mm -hmm. when they came out. Because they opened the gate to come out to to come and steal the and destroy the yeah. protesters' signs, right? So cookie cap. Is it a cookie cap? No, it's just what we're calling it. Okay, it's a cookie cap. I don't know what that is. I really think it's like a beret that he doesn't know how to wear. Right. But maybe it's a new so. style. So that's the general from yeah. the CCP. The consul general. Hey, and this is. is this is what he had to say. Okay. After he beat someone up. Yeah. After and, he pulled someone's hair. Yeah. Yeah. And dragged. Yeah. Let's uh, let's listen to him. Let's hear his defense. Yeah. What is his defense? I don't attack anybody. I'm the peacefully. Just that, that's not true, though, is it, Consul General? You you pulled the man's hair. Yeah, the man is because he's abused my country, my leader. I think it's a, it's my duty to pull his hair. Yeah, I think that any diplomats, if faced to such kind of the behavior, we should maintain our dignity, our country, and our people. Okay, wait, so mm -hmm. they kidnapped, the, okay, let's get this straight. They yeah. kidnapped a Hong Kong protester in the UK mm -hmm. into the consul, yeah. in, the, in the consulate, yeah. beat the shit out of him. Yeah, they did. The consul general, the general of yeah. the CCP, the top guy. pulled his hair yes. and then went on TV to say, yes, I did do that mm -hmm. and it's my duty because he was mad that know, he there was said a he abused my country and my leader yeah so in the uk apparently putting up a, a satirical picture of xi jinping is abusing his country and his leader yes isn't that a bit far fetched yeah. uh, maybe if he said like oh he made fun of my leader yeah. but he didn't abuse him he didn't, didn't go like oh said, xi jinping you want a sweetie come into my van <laughs> you know what he, i just love that he goes I didn't abuse him. I am the peacefully. And yes. then and then says, yes, I did. It's yeah. my duty. <laughs> yeah, it's my duty to attack. Anyway, now just the absurdity of this is just crazy. Okay, because the Chinese consulate, or at least somebody connected to the consulate, released the, the CCTV footage from the consulate. Yes. Okay, let's see what they showed. Now they released this to prove that the guy wasn't pulled in. I love that. Okay, now watch. I just you love can actually that. see there he is grabbing his hair. Okay, you can see him pulling his hair. There's the consul general in his pie hat or whatever the hell that. What is that hat? It's actually it's really cat. it's bothering me. It's bad fashion. It's just made up. It's a made up hat. Yeah, it's a so-called hat. It's a so-called hat. Okay, anyway, let's get back Intent to that clip again here. All dignities of country and all people. Okay, so there's a consul general so the side pulling his hair. Claiming that they didn't kidnap the protester and pull him in. They, yeah. they claim that the protester rushed them. Yeah, they're pulling him in. Can you see the, the policeman there holding on to the protester, trying to pull him back? Yes. Trying to rescue him? Yes. Okay, 
which he successfully they they successfully put look at them trying to pull him they're in they're trying to pull him in yeah okay there they are they're trying to pull him in they're like get in here there i got your hair get in here protester yeah get in get over here get you know over here they're really Cookie trying grab his hair to pull him in yeah they're really the trying guys, to pull him in these ccp guys trying to pull him in and they claim they released this video to claim that he tried to burst into the embassy well i mean the consulate. E even better the subtitles yeah. Okay, which I've translated for you here. If you read the subtitles in this video clip that was released, it, released the subtitles say, the Hong Kong independent, uh, independence elements were continuously trying to drag staff out of the Chinese consulate to beat them. Look at the video! I know! Look at the video! Yeah. What world are we living in? I know. It's ridiculous. They're pulling. Do you know what pull versus push means? I can't, probably not because Cookie Cap over here can't even speak English. No. How can you be the ambassador? I speak 10 times better Chinese than the ambassador to England does in England. Well, consul general. That's consul, like a consul general. general. Yeah. Does that not make sense? Yeah. If you, I mean, English comes from England. So you would yeah. think that you could speak English if you have such a high position in England. But yeah, look. In all fairness, we have to point out that up there, you can see in another circle, one of the guys that was in riot gear yes. got his head kicked uh, three or four times. Yes. He got beat up, but not as badly as poor old Bob got beat up no. inside the consulate because this is like after, this is when they rescued him. He was quite severely beaten inside the grounds, which we're not going to show you because, well, we got demonetized when we yeah, showed the footage yeah. last time. And, it, you, you know, you can watch the full thing if you want to. You can look it up. But the audacity of them to try and say that the protesters came to drag the consulate staff out to beat them. Did they, did they lie to themselves so much that even a video, it's not reading, no. they're watching a video of people pulling. Yes. They're pulling. They are. Pulling I mean, you can, in. you can see. Okay, this guy with the red jacket over there, he is, he's consulate staff. So they're pulling him in, okay, because yep. to like, I don't know, Whatever, save him. Whatever, get him out of the scuffle, yeah. Um, he starts pulling... There's the protester. Everybody's pulling the protester. Pulling the protester like, in. Let's in. pull him in. Let's pull him in. We're going to get him in. Let's keep, do it. Keep in mind, the consul general later says in the interview, yes, it was my duty. Yeah, so, to pull his hair. So here we are. I just love that the subtitles say the protesters were trying to pull the consul staff out. Does it look like that? Does it look like that to anyone? That the con that Give the, me a break. The one lonely protester over there who's luckily rescued by the police, is trying to pull the consul staff out. No. Well, that's what they said in their video that, that's been released here. Anyway, they definitely stole the people's signs, and that's why they rushed there to try and stop them from taking their signs into the consul. I'm the peacefully, dude. He is I'm the, the peacefully. peacefully. Yeah, kind of crazy. Anyway, that brings us to the end of uh, Worldview. I, I just... I... You know, to cap this off, I got to say, like, when you can show a video clip of the proof of what happened, beyond a doubt. Yeah, beyond a doubt. When you're looking at it and then use that to say the opposite, it shows you how far gone China is now. Yeah. It's gone. Like, logic and reasoning's gone. You can just lie to people's faces and then expect them to say, yeah, you, you're right. Yeah. That's, that's what they expect. It's absolute nonsense, dude. It's nonsense. Anyway, time for us to move on to Yamcha, everybody. If you don't know what Yamcha is, it's the segment of the show where we answer your super chats. We keep it up on the weekend. And, of course, uh, we cut it out on Monday. So you can watch it live now. You can watch it over the weekend. If you are not watching it live or on the weekend, 
you can always watch it uh, through Patreon. If you go to our Patreon, any tier, you can watch it. We re-upload the entire thing. We just don't want this to be too long. You know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Anyway, uh, for those of you <clears throat> who are leaving us now, stay awesome. And for those of you who are still here, let's chill out and let's uh, answer some questions. Let's, yeah. have, let's have a relaxing time. Gabriel Keen. It's Friday. I'm here chilling with a shamateur after they helped me unload my cotton shipment from the port of Dandong. Wow. Wow, okay, I gotta think, figure that one out. We'll go with, uh, we don't have cotton anymore. No, you got Dandong. Port of Dandong. Now I'm at this bar, I'm plastered on fake Qingdao, and I can't feel my face. Please send help. I'm so sorry, Gabriel. It sounds rough. <laughs> Been there. Yeah. CDXX Greed 420, thanks for keeping it real. Great sugar cotton. That's not how this works. But okay, thank you for your support. Yeah, we'll, we'll give, give you a, you a great. great. I'll give you a great. Great. What is sugar? I don't, we don't have sugar. What the hell is sugar? I don't have a sugar. We don't have a sugar. We can give you like a... Yeah. Don't talk tripe. Yeah, yeah that's, that's yeah, what there we you, go. Because yeah. you said sugar. Don't talk yeah. tripe. Mm -hmm. uh, Manic Rampage. Love you guys. Going around China showing the truth takes courage. Keep doing what you do. Thank you very much, Appreciate Manic. it. Uh, Jerry Huang. Last Sunday, I made it on to stand from Poland's live stream. Third time featuring Lewis from Shillbusters, where we talked about the shills. Excellent. Uh, Chinese police in the UK and Elon Musk's silly tweets about Taiwan. That's awesome. I'll have to check that out, my friend. Yeah. Good job, Definitely. Jerry. Shout out. Prasanth Volson says, what kind of beers do you guys like? Lagers, IPAs, Pilsners? What's your usual choice of beer? Um, Lager and Pilsner the, for me. Look at this. Oh, wow. I mean... Yeah, yeah it's okay. It's changed. Yeah, let's uh, ignore that. I don't really drink anymore, but I back in the day, it was IPA, and then when someone would get mad because, you know, if we have, like, a six-pack of beer, we'd have to have two different kinds, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I, I, can drink, I could drink anything else. Uh, Amanda Raspberry. Yeah. That's a cool name, Raspberry. Yeah, it is. Name. Yeah. Uh, did you get a chance to look into that Steam game I sent you on Twitter? Yeah, I did. It looks actually really cool. Um, we haven't had a whole lot of time to play games, and if we but if we do, we will uh, pop that on. We got to finish Final Fantasy Tactics and Zeno Gears first. Yeah, but you know what game I did get and couldn't put down is um, the Excavation of Hobbs Barrow. Yeah, you see that horror game you told me about. Fantastic, brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Sounded cool. I mean, I I, I used to love point and click games back in the day, you know, adventures. Sure, but. Uh, even the type parser ones are preferred. Ooh. But you know what? The thing is, I kind of fell out of love with them. And sure. they, they kind of, you know, it's a dead genre more or less. They're dated, yeah. Um, but this one was just so well written and That's so good. well voice acted. And like it's got story. so much atmosphere. It's amazing that I got it on a whim and I couldn't put it down. And, huh. I, and I finished it in like a, like two days. Wow. In my, obviously, like, late at night when I'm supposed to be sleeping. Yeah, that's why I've been a little bit tired. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got you. I feel you. It's incredible, by the way. Uh, if you are into like the Halloween spirit, you want a bit of horror, you good want one. something very quintessentially like British, but good, really well written. Go check it out. It's called uh, sure. the Excavation of Hobbs Barrow. Fantastic game. No, it's just I like to recommend what I think is amazing. No, right? I agree. A, I just want to make sure people don't It's an absolutely splendid game. Yeah. Uh, Koala twelve oh three. A minute. A minute of silence for a video of Bannerman. He's truly a hero who deserved to be remembered. Never absolutely. Forget. Yeah. We'll have yeah. a moment of silence. And we will never forget Bannerman because Bannerman really uh, propelled the kind of shift into looking at China from a more human perspective for a lot of people to say, hey, there's a lot of people that don't want this. If you look at the amount of people risking and literally risking their lives by writing the graffiti in yeah. the toilets and so on. Yeah. You know that that this whole statistic that the majority of Chinese people, like ninety percent, ninety something percent, hundred percent support the government, yeah. is rubbish. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so many people don't. They just don't have that choice. Yes. 
And the people who believe that's that they're just morons anyway. Because if you've got a government like China and they come around and they do a census, and even if it's not the government asking you, do you support the government? If I were to just ask a random Chinese person, do you support the CCP? They would be sus as hell. They'd be like, uh, yeah, <laughs> who's asking? Yeah. You know, is there a camera? Are you taking yeah. a note? Somebody going to find out if I say no? Right. Obviously, they're going to say yes. You know that North Korea is like 180% of the population yeah. support the government. A new high, really. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Siptarshi uh, Singupta, how are you guys and your family? It's been a while. Thanks. Hey, Siptarshi. nice to see you. Again. in a while. Yeah. Uh, we're doing fine. Thanks. Doing great. Thank you. Hope you're doing well. Marvin Carlson, thank you very much. Carl Wagner, what do you think would have would have happened if Bannerman was a foreigner? Foreigner, Would they have detained and potentially killed him? Probably not. Probably no, they deported. would have just deported him. But they would have made an example out of yeah, him somehow. Yeah, but it would have been super easy for them to say, oh, it's just a crazy yeah. foreigner. Oh, it's CIA yeah. operative, you know. Yeah, Exactly. Color revolution. Yep. Gunfox 61, there was a report that Chinese military uh, is going to former UK pilots to train their pilots. Have you heard of anything about this? Actually, yes. We just spoke about it. <laughs> Dima, thoughts on the Telegraph and the US Navy saying that we may see an attempt before New Year's? That's actually not true. Um, a lot of people have been reaching out to me about that. I don't know if it was someone that took the headline and like misrepresented it or whatever, but it says we need to be ready. We need to have the physical ability to face China if that were to happen. It's not that it's going to happen. Right. You understand? Right. Yeah. There's a difference between being militarily prepared versus, oh, it's going to happen right now. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Intelligence didn't say, hey, they're about to invade. Yep. Yeah, David Lopan says, should the PRC embassies and consulates benefit from having Bannerman's message projected upon it from a safe distance? Projection. Oh, hell yes. Projection. That's, that's such a good way that's of... That's actually not a good idea. Do you know why? Because they've been doing that for ages. They do that shit all the time on the Chinese embassy. No, but I like it. No, I I'm not it's, saying it's bad. I'm, I'm saying, saying it's the whole, not new. The whole projecting thing is yeah. amazing because yeah. you're not actually vandalizing. They did that Scientology. Remember how yeah. hilarious that yeah. was? Those guys are so funny. Yeah. Uh... How is the Dr. Shum interview coming along from Sinophile? Um, no progress on that yet. It might happen at some point. Chinge uh, great. Oh, sure. Great. Can I give him a nice? I think I'm a nice. Nice. Dave Barnett, love your work. I believe you're making a difference slowly but powerfully. Thank you. Appreciate flag. that. Thank you, Dave. Will Smith says they should send water to the NPRC to re-education. Why would they do that? He's like their best, most placid asset. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> Jaybo, <laughs> socialism is one thing. Political socialism, on the other, on the other, uh, is another thing. What the U.S. and countries mix up, other countries mix up. Love what you guys do, absolutely yeah. for sure. Yeah, Santa's whiskey. That's an interesting name. Yeah, you uh, know, y'all, you're supposed to leave whiskey for Santa. Oh, what? Is you Santa don't do that. Yogwe, an alcoholic. No, it's like. Uh, well, that's what I had to leave for Santa when I was young. You yeah, it's because you your freaking it. dad must have loved a I'm good pretty glass sure of whiskey. Yeah, of course. But I mean, I'm guessing it's kind of common. You leave him whiskey and biscuits instead of milk that and cookies or whatever. Absolutely. I've never heard <laughs> of that. You never heard that? Life. That it shows you how freaking out of out of control europe and the colonies like south africa are with alcohol what you don't leave whiskey for santa no why what? not because he'll die imagine if he had two or three of those and then two or three three I, four five six seven think about it he'd have to have a little tipple to fortify himself against the cold if he's going to be going out there alcohol actually around. makes you die of cold yeah but it makes you not feel it <laughs> That's what None it's all about, cool. you know? You fortify yourself uh, with a little man. alcohol. Freaking a little fortification. Mm, nothing, nothing wrong with a bit of fortification. <laughs> it's, such a, it's such an excuse. I just love people's excuses to drink all the time. Mm -hmm. Such an excuse. You know, today's National Pancake Day. What does that have to do with alcohol? Well, of course, you know, if you think about it, yeast, 
is made with pancakes. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, like I told you before, in South Africa, they're there it's not it's just an ingaida like you do drink whenever you get together for anything when i used you to just go gotta do it i gotta watch a movie at the cinema i'm drinking that's insane friends. how do you remember the movie something off-putting about getting drunk at a movie theater no no you don't like drink in the movie th- oh. uh, you can they, you, <laughs> there are places you can do sure. that but it's usually you'll you'll go like sit in the mall and you'll have like a meal either before or after and you get like just that's drinking. just ridiculous you get together for any reason you drink right everything i mean that's it's fine i just think why would you want to watch a movie with like a compelling story and you're just like yeah and you're like <laughs> depends on the movie <laughs> yeah some true. movies are more fun that way that's true if you it's know? like a crap movie but usually sure. it's after the movie to be to be fair oh okay you go sit down at like mike's kitchen or something or i love or, mike's kitchen yeah yeah, yeah. well whatever and just have a <laughs> you know i get it I have get a it. couple of good vintook lagers or something interesting but yeah drinking you do with everything okay so yeah uh and santa needs whiskey i got you santa i I learned something new yeah uh santa's whiskey said imagine it's halloween you have two costumes between the both of you one a dog and the other a cat you can only choose one who would be the (laughs) cat now would you like me to be the cat (laughs) galloway would be the cat he'd be the cat yeah i would no galloway Galloway. (laughs) i was like whoa (laughs) alice starting curry what question uh question was asked in the UK Parliament about it, guys. About what? Mm. I, know. I know that, um, you know, there's the, right now there are plenty of people oh, in the UK. Oh, they're talking about the law, I think, yeah. The law about the pilots? So. Yeah. Yeah, we, so. it's still one of those things that hasn't been resolved. And unfortunately, because of the UK's bureaucracy, everything rolls real slow, you know? I Yeah, for sure. It does. For sure. And, you know, they'll put something into motion. It has to get, reach the House of Commons, then the House of Lords, then the sure. the House of Chambermaids or whatever the hell's next. I don't know how that stuff works, but it <laughs> takes top, forever. Right? Yeah. And then somebody will be wearing a wig. What is a chambermaid? Somebody, like, cleans um, bed bedrooms and stuff. Oh. You know? It's, you great know what they, it's, it's a great that they have so much power. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> somebody will be wearing a powdered wig somewhere along uh, the line. Of course. Yeah, that's, that's they'll be last. like your honorable mention something or other. It'll be like the powder flies up. Yeah, well, it'll be there'll be a thing where people are like waving other. papers and talking yeah. and like you know, and yeah. they'll say they'll make up words too. They'll be like, "Oh, that's pure yeah. God swallow you know, Duncan. I saw you at the Sunday roast with the two sheets to the wind." Yeah, that's what you'll <laughs> yeah. say. And then he's like, yeah. "I told you not to share this. This is no room for this." Yes, the the cut Are of your you jib trying? is no longer something I admire. Yes, but then they make stuff up. Yeah, they know? will. They make a like lot of you stuff up. Schminken polyp. Yeah, you know, and <laughs> they're like, like that. and everyone pretends like they know what. But because you know what it is, it's implied in the yeah. the tone. I swear to God, British slang is made up as they go along. It's kind of like how the the American measurement system works with like wrenches. Yes, it's, that's the British same. stuff. It's just made up. It's just made up. Hey, can you give me yeah. a seventeen eighths? And yeah. they're like, yeah, oh uh, yeah. And they're like, <laughs> just give, them give me a random. But thing. that person's ashamed, doesn't want them to lose face. They're like, oh yeah, and they're like, yeah, they're, but it fit. doesn't fit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, anyway, like uh, that. hopefully yeah. these yeah. laws get passed. I know people are also calling for this um, the consul general to be expelled. Yes, and hopefully that happens because otherwise it sets a precedent. Yeah, for sure. We're not talking sure. about diplomatic immunity over mm-hmm. here. You know? Anyway. Why did you do a South African accent there? Lethal Weapon 2. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Barnaby Schwips. Chippy Weesk says, enjoying the, sh- <laughs> enjoying the show with a warm bowl of sriracha and <laughs> some Imagine Dragons in the background. Ugh. 
Got blocked by Peter Balsack. Highlight of my week. Uh, oh. Keep up the great work. Few Blue Mountains. Excellent. I actually changed my... I didn't change my opinion on Imagine Dragons, but my friend actually just put out... Finn McKenzie from Punk Rock NBA. He just put out an analysis of why Imagine Dragons is so hated. Mm. And it's actually an amazing breakdown yeah. about, yeah, their music sucks, but they're super, super famous for a reason, right? And what is that so, reason? So that reason mm. is that they're very, you know, pal... It's, what so, was that? Power spike. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're very palatable. Like people mm. can, uh, you know, relate. The everyman can listen to them. No offense, right? And that's a problem because people that are want to be contrarian or hate the popular thing think it's like a badge of honor or they want to cut down the, the high poppy, you know, the popular person oh, right, right, right. Be like, yeah, I have better music taste, so I hate them. So it's not that I don't hate them anymore. It's that I I realize it's probably springs out of something deep down where it's like I want to be the the cool guy that likes more sophisticated yeah like corn exactly yeah. I want to be the guy that likes corn yeah not Imagine Dragons very relevant uh, very relevant <laughs> yeah exactly there. that's good anyway yeah anyway really good video mm-hmm. um, Doc Southington says the poster reads like the dude making the twenty thirty five poster. Uh, recently read The Secret and believes he can manifest all the points of the positive attitude. Mm. Yeah. Neuropilot, the CCP will basically collapse by 2035. Basically. Mm. Theodore Hamlin, uh, what's up, Beijing? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh we've got it. What's up, Beijing? Oh, yeah. Nice. Mm. How many ranks would you guys say there are to the CCP? What rank or job do start things to get, uh, start to get nefarious and less innocent? That's way too hard to say. There's no, There's no, like... I mean, there's like zillions, right? There's 90 yeah. million members. You could start down at the most basic. Yeah, you just server. become a you just become a party member. Yeah. It's the first. Yeah, that's the know? first step, right? And then it goes from there. So we don't things we... things get dark when you're in any form of leadership, and that could be yes. even office leadership. Yeah. Uh, Norman Fair, how far how widespread is Chapultepec? Are there any are artists the only one who care about their work, or are there others? No, of course, there's lots of people that care about their work, but Chapultepec yeah. is uh, uh, it's a product of like failed communist society yeah because it's like the next guy up can't lose face and the next guy up can't lose face and everyone just does a good enough job also why why bother bother, applying yourself if there's no reward yeah you know if you can do something and be rewarded anyway whether you do the job or not properly you know yeah for sure why do it yeah um Will Smith says, will you post Shabon Ho to YouTube channel for members? If we figure out how to do that properly without it kind of getting shared around. Yeah, I think we should um, do it. We'll if definitely we can. Yeah. do that for members. And then you guys will have another option. You don't have to just watch the uh, links on Patreon. You'll be able to do that on membership. Yeah, we'll look into we'll that. Try Thanks. To figure Thank it you out. for the suggestion. Yeah. Mm. Drew Carson, I'm having a rough day, but your show makes me smile. Well, thanks. That's really nice. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Russell Hope you have Tanner. a great weekend, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Russell Thander, might be a stupid question. Was there any major decisions ever taken by the CCP that made you guys think that they did deserve some uh, modicum of respect? I mean, yeah, there's there's inane basic stuff, you know, like wanting the population to have a better life. I mean, you know. Yeah, here's the thing. Like, absolutely, I'm fully on board with poverty alleviation sure. and high-speed rails basic and things. principles. It's like the idea behind it is great, but the fact that the it's great. great. Okay. <laughs> But the fact that they lie about it and they yeah. do it in the worst ways and then still whitewash all their mistakes is the problems that I have. Yeah, and not... then they try to use it as a as a bragging badge yeah. of honor rather than being humble about it and being like, you know, 
it's dangerous to attribute positives to the Chinese government because they it's are not really already, them that did it. Yeah, that's the problem. It's yeah. just people that did it, right? If mm. finding loopholes to get around this inane system. Um, so you don't want to attribute positives to the Chinese government because they're already attributing themselves everything in history good that they've yeah. done. Right? Even the bad things they've done, right. they, they spin it in a way that it's positive. Yeah. And you can't allow them to do that. I mean, yeah. just a very quick thing here is, okay, not that long ago, in the sort of 70s and 80s, China was impoverished. Everybody's struggling. People are starving today. It's a terrible time. Mao Zedong finally pegs off. Deng Xiaoping decides to open China a little bit, and suddenly people start to get prosperous. People start to lift themselves out of poverty because finally they don't have this stupid communist system where you have to go get a ration ticket to go get a bowl of rice or whatever. They take the boot off the necks of the people and say, now you can engage in capitalism with the West. And guess what? They do. And people start to work hard. And they start to be able to earn real money. It's got nothing to do with the government. It's the fact that the government just allowed them to earn money, yeah. you know, allowed them to, to engage in capitalism. The government did not lift the people out of poverty. The people lifted themselves out of poverty in the hardest way possible. Yes. So, you know, anyway, um, rant over. What's next? Uh, Will Smith says, breaking news. WTF, apparently the U.S. Mint is going to be putting Chinese on our money. Have you heard about this? First CCB stations and now this. It looks like the first piece of U.S. currency to carry the likeness of an Asian American. Oh, okay. Not Chinese. Okay. Not yeah. CCP. Mm -hmm. It's an American person right. that will be on a piece of currency. I don't think that's an issue, my friend. That's great. Isn't that weird, though? Because there's no modern people on the money here. It's all like it's old not, I don't presidents. think it's going to be a main thing. Is it's, it going to be one of those on... like Trump coins that you can buy? Or no, no, no. Like it's... a Biden coin? No, those are not real. Yeah, but that's <laughs> a, it's minted, you know, stuff in the USA. No, it's um, it's going to be a on a quarter. Oh, it's just going to, it's not on all of them. Oh, so it's a coin. Yeah, it's going to be on so a So not coin. a note, on a coin. Yeah. That looks pretty badass. It looks I want awesome, one of those. Actually. Yeah. That looks really cool. I like that design. It's really uh, cool. Yeah. Congratulations to her. That's, that's really fantastic. Cool. I'm going to keep my eye out for that. Yeah. You know. We're not coin collectors, but that's a cool one. No, uh, a cool Stephanie one. B., I was curious if either of you know about the herbal supplement, Yunnan Bio. Don't get me yes. started on that. Don't get me started. I like Yunnan Bio. I got I a whole video I don't about have it. This gosh it's darn a, argument. It's again. a great It's a great thing. Uh, just una smile. Just want to smile. I get it. Okay. Long live Bannerman. Uh, I hope there be a light of hope, even as a fraction as bright as he is someday. We need more Bannerman. Mm. I agree. Yes, we do. Hexan says, I've been uh, recently playing Chinese parents. You've been playing Chinese parents? Okay. I would like to know how accurate do you think this game is about life in China? I'm oh, sorry. didn't know about the game. Up. Sorry. Yeah. Old Matey, has China made any moves to geoblock their drones from being used as Ukraine forces while allowing Russia free range for surveillance? We heard about stuff like that in the beginning of the conflict, but it's unconfirmed. I test my potatoes to grow the best potatoes at 50027. Okay. Dalmatian Daisy, was Potato Lady Farmer speaking a local dialect? That was the Jin dialect of Chinese. Uh, you'll find that in Shanxi and also parts of Inner Mongolia where I used to live. Mm -hmm. Eddie, she By is... the way, that BBC reporter guy's weird. His Chinese pronunciation is awful, but his vocabulary is good. Yeah, he, like, he sounds He's, great. He can speak, but his, but his pronunciation is so bad. It's just weird. It's yeah. weird to see that. You know what yeah. I mean? 
Yeah. It's like the opposite of what you usually It's kind see. of like seeing a race car driver, but he's hanging out the window using his toe to but, steer. But he's doing great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. This is a weird situation. Eddie, yeah. Eddie says, uh, she trying to speak in parables like Jesus fails epically, but can make a lot of French fires now. French fries now. Oh, French Stay fries. awesome. <clears throat> yeah. There'll be little French fries. Tiny yeah, little Tiny little ones. At a, at a better price. Yeah. Uh, Sinophile, thanks for the special report. I feel like the news was suppressed a bit, but it really illustrates the CCP sucker punch diplomacy nicely. Thank you for watching yeah. that sign up. Yeah, we, we appreciate, appreciate it. that. Mm. Uh, we got a lot of people that chimed up and said they did watch the special report, which great. is great. Thanks, guys. Uh, Victor Hardison, great job, guys. Just Thank so you know, much. it wasn't monetized. Oh, yeah, we didn't get, we got fully demonetized. That was a, a full day of work, not a cent, not complaining, just letting you know how sensitive that was for monetization yeah. for some you, reason. And, you know, the problem with being demonetized is not the fact that we can't earn money, it's the fact that it gets suppressed by YouTube. Yeah. If it's not monetized, there's no incentive for YouTube to share it out because they don't make money out of it either. Yes. Right? So it doesn't get shared out as much. Not many people see it. And that's why we complain about it being demonetized. New Anomaly Productions, Dictator Tots, She on Me. Sorry, it snapped, so I missed a couple of these. Mm -hmm. Boo Me Hong Kong Now. Okay. Is that some sort of lyrics? Knives Lot, yes. Um, what is, where are we here? I snapped back, so I have to go back. Okay. People were like, oh, you missed some. Mm. Um, Victor Hardison, great job, guys. Nick Dew, you. you keep doing you. Doc Southington. Do you think she knows the true history of what led to the famine, or is he a product of propaganda and education too? Probably a mix of both. Yeah, I'd say a mix of both. It's kind of like, yeah, I know some bad stuff happened. It's not like he he has access to real information, but then he'll be like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, I won't do yeah. that. It's terrible because you see the young children in China being brought up, being taught that Mao Zedong is some kind of deity, almost this amazing man, and they learn to worship him, and, and they dress up like the little red guard and stuff. You see this... Yeah. And if you weren't there to actually witness this and you've just been fed this BS your entire life growing up, how would you know any different? Yeah, true. How would you? Joshua King says, I hear uh, Huawei is developing AI 5G-powered potato guns. <laughs> yeah. Uh, William Hada says... Younger and beautiful. <laughs> Jeez, that's stuck in my head, that. Um, Maybe that should be a soundbite. He who beats... His ancestry, he who beats of his ancestry is like a potato. The best of him is underground. Okay. Read air. Love the show. Thanks for keeping me informed. Hot take. An IE and Babushka coalition could take over the world. That's absolutely true. Ooh, that's terrifying. Yeah. Uh, question A. One mango's worth of hard work for Winston. Nice. Thank you. The real pe Don't. I'm not reading that name. In Minecraft. Ballsack. Do you uh, yeah. have a... Ballsack. <laughs> You have a couple of bats I can borrow. I have a great idea for an experiment. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's doing. He's at, he's at it again. Know. We need to do an update on yeah, that. We're trying, I'm scenario. trying to figure it out. Walter yeah. Dedman, I feel like she is superstitious enough to hoard toenail clippings so his enemies can't curse him. Oh, yeah, probably. Plain Waters, thank you very much. Uh, and a Korean member, thank you very much. David LaPan, I'm already sharing the justice report on the spies in my various circles. How long do you think before mainstream media picks it up? It's usually two or three weeks. Hmm. Um. I think there's probably some mainstream media on it now. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, because I, that's how I would have seen it. It's not like I'm hanging out on justice.gov. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure someone, at least someone sent it to me. Yeah. Uh, Barnaby Schweppes, you both lived in China during the persecution of Falun Gong. Why didn't it bother you enough to leave? Or better yet, not go in the first place? Um, honestly, it was, you know, there's a lot of things that are based out of selfishness. If something doesn't affect you, you don't pay attention to yeah, it as much. Yeah, and I mean, it, of course... I didn't know anything about Falun Gong when I went to China. 
And while I was I living there, I learned, yeah, you know, I, when I was there. in China, I didn't know anything about Falun Gong either because oh, really? it's suppressed. Yeah. You know, no, the I, only time you ever see anything about it is if you go to Hong Kong. Yeah. And that caused me to look it up. Yeah. I, I knew plenty about yeah. it. It was awful for sure. You know, it's, it's terrible, but yes, out of selfishness, like you yeah. don't, you don't, um, I guess certain issues that don't affect you directly, you don't pay attention to. Everyone's it's kinda like, like It's kind of like saying to somebody like um, that all of a sudden starts donating millions of dollars and wants to change, like donate to homelessness and starts building a house. And like, why didn't you do that 10 years ago? Why didn't you do that before? Yeah. Right. Easy to say. I think we're doing a ton for the cause. So it's kind of a loaded question. Yeah. Um, Posky 303. Just more convenient whataboutisms. Oh, they were bad before their good CCP propaganda, yeah. Joseph mm-hmm. Cortez. Hey, mates, I was wondering what you're going to do if China becomes like North Korea. Uh, you can't get your infos or videos out of China because people don't have phones or something like that. I believe it won't happen. I think it'll take a while to get to the point where we'll see yeah. nothing, but it is getting harder. Yeah, it is. It's harder and harder for us to get information from our, our people. Yeah. And it's mainly because they're scared. Yeah, for sure. And I get that. Yeah. Uh, Paul Senkins, here's 20 quid for democracy and beer for both of you. Thank you. Appreciate it a lot. Walter Deadman. I only took a Chinese class once. They taught me how to take a fall in front of a car and get the owner to pay me. Oh, let's see. Hell yeah. I can never just leave it at one. We love Just David, friend of the channel. Oh, yeah. Tacit turn, unless he needs to get back to China, then he's not a friend of the channel. Not because of us. It's yeah. for your sake, Dave. Yes, for, yeah, your, for sake. your sake. <laughs> Tacit turn. Uh, what the company is doing con- constitutes an illegal military transfer, transfer and violates multiple international laws. How are they getting away with it? Welcome to corrupt, disgusting, horrible reality we live in. Don't forget that South Africa, especially right now, has massive ties to communist China. Yeah. So... You know, it's whatever. As long as they're serving the the interests of the master, it's okay. It's, yeah. uh, South Africa's taken a slippery slope all the way down. Yeah. Um, and they're part of BRICS, you know, yeah. and all that nonsense. So it's not probably not, well, it's not illegal in South Africa. So it'll be like the pilots themselves breaking some law. That's the only thing you can get. Yeah, on. it's like, it's like the free countries are so free. You don't realize in this until you're pushing the extreme to the laws. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Sorry, OJPN, free Susan YouTube money. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Thank you. Emmanuel Itter, thank you very much. Jim Flagg, here's a little money to help the show. See you next week. Thank you very much, Jim. Yeah, appreciate it. Roman Reyes, pilots may be defecting because it might be the individuals who are disenfranchised in economic disadvantage or lack of opportunities to adapt to, unable to adapt to civilian life and loyalty as a two-way street. You never know. Jonathan Sanchez. Yeah, I mean, there's this valid certain you know there, there are valid things to bring up but just don't treason yeah, don't, don't, don't be treason don't multi-treason you know yeah. don't do multiple treasons don't go to plural. the don't go yeah. to the bad government that's yeah there there is it's not like oh it's two teams no there is good and bad that's mm. bad the Chinese well, especially bad. since you know in the uk it's been the people are trained to understand that china is currently not an enemy but they are a potential adversary and they are a potential enemy you know it's it's not like you're dealing with another european country in the eu or something you're dealing with a country that's definitely expansionist and they're doing all these like saber rattling and all this nonsense stealing technology the west is the enemy yeah they are and from their side they consider you the enemy yep jonathan sanchez xi jinping all looks awfully like winnie the pooh you're right Mm -hmm. will smith son of a (laughs) 
When will YouTube fix this? YouTube fix this. YouTube issue. fix this. Don't keep adding stupid features. Like, oh, we're introducing handles now. Yeah, whatever. Like, stop. Uh, Will Smith says the consulate's uh, hat is an Afghan pakol. I looked it up. It it doesn't really look like that though, does it? No. I looked it up. It's like got that kind of cookie shape, yeah. but it's floppier. His was erect. Yeah. I, I feel like it's a beret that he didn't fold down on one side. I just think it's a made-up hat. It's I like a it's, so-called hat. Yeah, it's a so-called hat. I think yeah. it sucks. <laughs> I think it makes you look like Toss. <laughs> Jennifer. You know? Not like in, doesn't take a lot. No. <laughs> you know, for that guy. <laughs> Yeah. Jennifer, they knew they were going to get away with it because of the mess in the parliament and inevitable PM resignation. You should also look up Jeremy Hunt, uh, commonly mispronounced on TV, who is a CCP show. Oh, interesting. Okay. Thank you. Nyan Ray, I'm on the Huawei to hell. <laughs> Better not talk tripe over there. Gear. Don't talk tripe. Follow the white rabbit. Uh, smoking bunny is like a cigarette and a rabbit. Says the PRC is deep down the rabbit hole. You better believe it. Oh, yeah. Steve Carroll, Clam Man. Oh, we haven't seen him in a while. Oh, Hanon. And Dan Dong. Okay. Court of Dan Dong. Serious generosity there. Yeah, Quick we really question. appreciate it. That's very generous. Thank you. I was on the phone with Chinese colleagues this week, and consensus seems that they're just done with all the crap going on in China and speaking more freely about it. Absolutely, we're getting the exact same vibes right now. Yeah. Uh, what's next for the CCP if the educated class is just playing along until it can transfer out? Again, there's a ton of suppressed dissent right now, big yeah. time. And it's pretty well, um, it's not considered outlandish to be anti-CCP right now in China, but it's not its not portrayed And you anywhere. can't be that publicly. It's in, it's in dialogues, it's in yeah. circles, it's in trusted circles, right? Yeah. But that shows enough to where it means that the Chinese government's gonna have to change its course at some point or just double down and, and really violently suppress people. Yeah. Because there is dissent. There yeah. is dissent. Problem is, you know, all these little groups that talk to each other, that stuff can be monitored. That's and the it problem. It is monitored, and That's those people problem. could get into trouble. But so you hope not. it gets to a point where it's so much, it's just everyone, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Watson, I am peaceful. I'm No, it's I'm peacefully. Yeah, I'm peacefully. We That's right. Sound, I don't know. I don't want to sound by that because I don't want to look at him. I don't want to look at so called hat boy. No, I don't want to see him either. Man. Yeah. Hence, it's my duty to pull a protester's hair to preserve the dignity of my country. Diplomatic Chinese dignity equals live in the fear. That's very true. You know, I, I just want to quickly, once again, bring this up for us. In fact, um, I, I want to just uh, show these these clips one more time of all these protest yeah, things we, that are going we, on. Read these. Yeah. Uh, With all of the other ancient culture that is wiped out. What's that? Yeah. Predcon, with all the other ancient culture that was wiped out, what's so special about the Three Kingdoms uh, romance story that re that's remained? I don't know. Um, that it's remained? I don't oh, know. It's just kind that of is interesting. pop culture, like, and stayed there forever. It's that, and it's that red cliff. But I guess yeah. that's connected, isn't it? For sure. Um, yeah, it's interesting. And the journey to the West. Yes, for sure. Mm. Um Wife is traveling, Doubting Thomas says, wife is traveling with my one-year-old daughter to Shanghai because her sister has cancer. I'm aware of the U.S. travel advisory, but I feel it'd be unsafe to let them go by themselves, so I feel compelled to go. Any general suggestions? I mean, look, there are people, there are foreigners that we know in Shanghai right now, and they're okay. You'll be yeah. fine. You know, just be prepared to be randomly Locked quarantined and, and incarcerated. 
Because yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. It's basically you get a prison sentence. Yeah. So it can be random. You get random little sentences here and there. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I would I would try to advise against it, but I get it. I mean, a familial... Hey, look, if you have to do it, you have to do it. You have to do it. You have to do it. Yeah. Just be ready. Be prepared for it to cost you a lot. Plane tickets are stupid expensive at the moment. Yeah. It's going to cost you a lot of money. It's going to be very laborious. There's going to be a lot of... Your nose is going to be raw from all the testing, the PCR tests, you know, your throat or whatever. Yeah. You're going to be doing a lot of tests and you're going to be stuck a lot and potentially under sort of house arrest or whatever. But do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. RCMKPS says, great show, guys. Winston, were you able to look into the spam in the comment section of your interview with Jordan Harbinger? I've been seeing it in many accounts with large followings. Interesting. Uh, it's frustrating. You know, right now on my pig butchering scam video, I am removing every day, I'm removing hundreds of comments. It's a new thing where they create a fake account and they're like, oh, it's so nice to see you talk about this. You know, this person on Instagram, they'll put a name, really helped me get my money back. Yeah. You know, from right. from this scam. This kind of crap is going on all the time, and it's frustrating as hell. So I have to keep sure. removing and removing and removing, and it really annoys the crap out of me. It's a new tactic, and they're spam, spamming everyone. I hope YouTube and whatever other platforms learn how to filter them out. Yeah, you I'm know? not getting that, because you covered the scam. It's only on that one video. Oh, they okay. target, like, because my video's talking about that scam, and they're trying to be like, oh... You can get your money back if you go here. It's just another scam. Yeah. And Jay Bone says, if Bosco dropped our Aquavit with Wormwood was left on the stairs, I would be Santa every Christmas. Sadly, I have to fight my family for the drink. <laughs> okay. The Peak 121. Thanks for giving the spotlight to my country, Slovakia. Where can I find those geography slides? They're on our subreddit. Yeah, you can go to reddit.com forward slash r forward slash ADV China. And you can find them there. And please join the community. It's great. That's where we get most of everything for our show. All the cool little like water cooler stuff and everything. Yep. You can find it all on there. Emmanuel Iture says, Hey guys, I just bought Prime Video Sub just to watch your Conquering documentaries only to find out it's not available here in Argentina. Any reasons oh, why? Man. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think they moved it. Uh, our distributor moved it to IMDV streaming or something. Really? Yeah. Oh. There's like a new contract. So stuff always, like host sites always change depending on your oh, distributor. Yeah, we apologize for that. Well, um, we've got to update our links and everything then. I don't think I've ever, I've never linked it to Amazon ever. I've never oh no, not Amazon. It. Sorry, it's Vimeo on demand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Sorry, it used yeah, to be yeah. on Amazon. Yeah, uh, yeah Vimeo on demand. Vimeo.com slash on demand slash conquering southern China. Vimeo.com slash on demand slash conquering northern China. That's yeah. where you can find them. Yeah, they're both on there. Thank you. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Apologies. Rocky plays. Morning, guys. I wanted to ask if China has any amb- ambitions to attack Australia and if Xi Jinping is being overtaken slowly. Uh, probably not, and no, mm. not at all. Yeah. He's never been stronger. Yeah. Okay, booty. I'm hitting the road with my corn cover band, Cobb. <laughs> Cobb, corn Cobb. Nice. Sick Nick says, "Love the show." My girlfriend is a Chinese student and a dissident. How can I help her without risking her family back home? Can I get a cripe? Oh, you certainly can. Don't talk tribe. Her by not making what she says public. <laughs> lay, <laughs> yes, lay low, yes, my friend. Yes. Lay low. Mm-hmm. Byron Zulaleta says, finally got to hear the show, some of the show live. Have some beer money. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Appreciate it. Standish says, something to make up for the lost revenue. Keep up the good work, Kitsi. Thank you very much, Standish. That's, That's awesome really nice of you. Thank you. you. 
Adam uh, Kerezetas says, here's some money to get a stock black frame you can put between the <laughs> segments in your media bag so you don't spoil the topic by clicking too much. Yeah. Thanks. We'll use that money to get some stock Yeah, we'll black get some frames. stock black frames. Yeah, thank yeah. you very much. Buy Adam. it from a stock <laughs> website, you know, stockblackframes.org. <laughs> That's yeah. actually really fun. It's great. Thanks. Bert Floor, I love all the old content on the channel, especially the one where Winston finds a diaper and thinks it's a work vest. Love oh, me. yeah. You watched that? That's fantastic. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, uh, oh man, that was terrible. Shadow Tamer, join the patrons since you guys get a better cut there. Thank you for your work. Yeah, thank you very much. A uh, little p patron plug if you guys... Sure. You can yeah, support yeah. us there, but you also get the Xiaoban Ho tier, which is our live show on Monday. Watch all of them in post. It's, it's amazing. So yeah, we fun. love it. It's our favorite thing to do. Yeah. Kill a Cell says, dropped a, mad, dropped a like. Mad love to you guys. Both stay awesome. Thank you very much, Kill a Cell. Yeah. Uh, David P., appreciate your guys' work. Thank you, David. Donald Warren, I love Winnie the Potato Head. Thank you very much. Uh, L Starm Kerr. Hey guys, UK government is in meltdown right now. Yeah, so we've heard. Yeah. Uh, shortest ever prime minister, shortest reigning prime minister. I believe physically shortest as well, maybe. Well, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> you never it's know. Possible. Right? Yeah. Yo, uh, Kony Sung says, Yo, I was not in the Xiaoban Ho tier, but I still received the link to the video. So I upgraded to the Xiaoban Ho tier. See you on Monday. Thank you very much. That's awesome. I didn't mean to send that. It was probably an error. Uh, there's good. like a email list and sometimes there's a couple stragglers that get caught up in maybe it's like a lottery <laughs> it's like a little lottery maybe i'll do it once in a while just pop a link to somebody yeah. you know yeah uh thank, thank you very you. much appreciate Cody. it thank you we can't wait to see you there on monday yeah and doc slothington to round it out says basically an excellent show tonight guys have a good weekend everyone and thank to you. you too doc and we'll catch you on monday absolutely thank you everybody for being a part of this uh, very important conversation and i hope we've given you a little bit of insight into what's going on in china right now it's Kind of crazy. This whole potato thing just echoes exactly of Mao's yeah. stupid, like, wheat nonsense. Yeah. You know, I really hate it. I wish, I really mm. wish there were more checks and balances because this, this yeah. just cannot end well for China. No. Xi Jinping is driving China into the ground and he's yeah. regressing it into this awful, awful yeah. state. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we can only hope that things improve. We'll be keeping you up to date on everything. We'll see you on Monday in Shaban Ho if you're part of that. Otherwise, you've got a video next week. Yep. You know, we've got more stuff in store for you. We can't wait to see you in the next one. And until then, you know the drill. As always, stay awesome. And uh, cut myself out and not cut myself off this time. Five, four, three.